need to get my energy up. Is your energy not up? No. Boy, do I have something that could bring your energy up. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe that's the introduction to this is that I've been sick all week. Yeah. So I, I had a little bit of a cold, a little bit of sniffle. Yeah, we Nate and I recently traveled across the country via a uh, mechanical bird. Yeah. And we've both been a little ill. So we thought the way to start this with our friend Sean, who's here in person. Say hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. It's an old people joke. God damn it. He's yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's gonna it. do cut, this. Cut it. He's probably gonna say a slur. Oh <laughs> don't well, don't keep him at the Bruce of it all. <laughs> don't so so Sean, we thought this would be funny. I'm sorry I didn't warn you over text about this, but Nate's gonna take a COVID test live on the podcast. Fucking Christ. <laughs> because in fifteen minutes, it's either gonna be right. completely fine or really funny for you. Well, I didn't go up and kiss him. We're sharing space. Also, Sean, to be fair, I took a COVID test before and it was false. It yeah. was negative. I like that it was false negative. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not false positive. And we should be clear, Nate's very safe, even if he has COVID, because both Sean and myself are nurses. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You can't get COVID. I hear uh, it's not real, actually. Yeah, it's actually over. It's so over. <laughs> Uh, I've worked in Roseburg for a year, so I am loaded up with ivermectin. Oh, I've got so much horse paste in my ass. You got to let it out. Yeah, I was about to say you look a little bit wormy, actually. <laughs> so Covered in worms. So Sean and I have known each other for a long time. While Nate's getting his COVID test ready, uh, how do you fucking we, do this? we can kind of talk <laughs> about how we know each other. Okay. Sean and I worked in the same ER many, 10, 12 years ago, somewhere in there. Place tube um, and tube holder. Over 14 years ago. 14 years ago? Yeah. You didn't like me at first. Do you want to tell the people why? Ooh, uh, yeah, because this is all going to be aired. Um, well, let's air all our grievances. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to air the grievances than on air? My initial feelings towards Tyler were influenced by my fat phobia. Oh, no. Someone taught you woke speak. <laughs> Hey, I had a bias, and uh, and it, I'm not proud of it. I'll never, I'll never forget it. And you know what? You know, good, good on you for growing, changing, improving, whatever. All right, sure. this is gonna go all the way up my nose. Sorry, continue. You got to do both nostrils. Um, so I'll never forget when you came up. <laughs> to, God, <laughs> when you came up to me, Sean. <laughs> I think we were having a party at your house, and you're like, Tyler, oh. I didn't really like you at first because oh. you were fat, but oh. then I found out you were cool. And you also like comic books. And I was like, that's true. I have, I do like those things. <laughs> oh, God. You know, and... You're doing great, Nate. <laughs> to be... Um, oh. To further expose what really was such a bias, the oh. fact that I've been a comic collector for 40 years now, mm -hmm. and that I would judge someone on their body habitus really says a lot <laughs> about... Me being familiar with my tribe. Uh, you know, like I said, we all grow. We all change. We became friends. You teabagged me during a kickball game because <laughs> we played kickball and you would wear a kilt. I guess to, like, up your athletics, probably. Like, you could move more freely with those things dangling. More balls on the field. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> this Ooh. is going to be one of those. How you doing, Nate? Oh, oh well, you look like you're crying. Yeah, no, it went in my nose. <laughs> oh, you got it good. good. Yeah, you know you, what? Did, you did it right. I don't believe in medicine anymore. <laughs> you know what? Me neither. I was going to say, Sean, I applied for five fucking jobs this week. I'm so burnt out. I got two interviews on Wednesday. <laughs> nice. I had an interview last Tuesday. Where? Oh, you were going to ER. I'm interviewing for hospice, 
and a cancer infusion center. Not to give people cancer, but like chemotherapy. <laughs> to infuse no, them you give cancer. cancer through the 5G. Yeah. yeah we're not, I'm not doing that. I got to set a timer. Ah, uh, shit. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> yes. Just say to your watch, hey, Siri, set a timer for one minute. No, I, I'm looking at it. Okay. When the number You change- have an Apple Watch. There's no second hand. When the minute changes, it's safe. Jesus Christ. Sometimes you- it's painful to watch Nate do Nate things. And no, I, I go through, I navigate the world just fine. That was a big thing for our friendship as well because. You and used to have a nickname for Nate because you didn't really get Nate. Right. And your ex-wife, sorry, uh-huh. your bitch ex-wife, your thieving bitch ex-wife. <laughs> these are all true things that happened. They went to court. True, true. She stole six thousand dollars. It's yeah. don't worry. Much more. I won't say her name. But uh you didn't get Nate. Your wife hated Nate. And then you came okay. to appreciate Nate more than your wife. <laughs> uh, Step five, remove <laughs> swab from tube. Disposing trash. Nate was Nate and has never stopped Nathan. Yep. But Nate's Nathan has grown. (laughs) And John, (laughs) yes, he has put on some weight. You're right. (laughs) I was going to make it about my dick. Thanks for going about my weight. (laughs) Mine was going to be cool and fun. What's wrong with putting on weight? What's not cool and fun about that? You kind of look like Santa Claus. I mean, I, I guess. Hold on. I'm doing like. Science here, you guys. You gotta, keep on going. Oh, yeah. It's right. really hard. <laughs> what would we know about yeah, doing science? I don't know anything about multitasking, doing healthcare shit. Wait, yeah. is that an actual COVID test? How do you do those? What? Nate, I'm looking at you like how you look at me when I try to do something on a computer and it frustrates you. Hey, can make Nate tell you what? To make it fair, tell me how a computer works. Um, what's this Twitter X thing? How do I use it? So here's the thing. A South African pedophile bought Twitter, <laughs> and now we all alleged pedophile. He's alleged pedophile. Alleged pedophile. Evidence is growing. <laughs> it's getting bigger by the day. But right. no, we've all we've all known each other a long ass time. Yeah, it's been a long ass. We've time. all lived together. Time time keeps on moving. You can't stop it. I tried to leave Sean, and he keeps on showing up. <laughs> hey, I slept on Nate's floor. Yeah, I, I, my office is in your old room. I've, right. I've seen these uh, wall stains from bed there, movement. There's bed marks. <laughs> <laughs> what what can I say? I'm old but energetic. He's spry. He, he's. <laughs> Have we even introduced the dang dang podcast? Oh no, this is no. This is the we were. You got the timer going for your COVID yeah, test. Yeah, we've got okay. ten minutes. All right. Well, then welcome to the Bruce Campbell podcast. I, my name is Tyler McCarty. I'm not Bruce Campbell. My name is uh, Nate Boyd. I'm not Bruce Campbell. And my name is Sean Brand, and I am not Bruce Campbell. You going full name? Wow. Full name. I'm well, out there. You got any like HIPAA things you want to break? No, don't do it. I can tell you from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> he can. I was there. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah, that's my name. Okay, cool. What the hell? There's other ones I mean, out you, there. You can tell me a cool like medical thing. Look, who's going to find me? Who's yeah. going who's gonna to look for me? Tell me one questionable medical thing <laughs> that you learned. One questionable medical thing? Yeah. 
Ooh, um, I've had the pleasure of watching uh, physicians sever the tendons in an eye to uh, prevent it from blowing up. Like the eye was going to explode or the blood vessels, like the jelly? (laughs) Uh, To relieve the pressure of the eye, Mm. to save the eye. You had to sever it to save it. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, it's cool. Much like Viserys in Game of Thrones. Wait, so if you sever that tendon, you could just, in theory, rotate your eye like 360? (laughs) Yeah, you can get wacky with it. (laughs) Right, right. You can. The song Marty Feldman Eyes takes on a whole new meaning. (laughs) Remember that time we were working and that lady died and we had to watch the NICU doctor slice her open and take the baby out? Yes. (laughs) No, but your eye story is pretty pretty cool. That was a good day. <laughs> Let's not get into the details. You know the. I thing... mean, we can talk about it. They're Wait, all dead. Wait, okay. You know what? HIPAA you... doesn't apply to people that are dead. So yeah, today we're talking about the 1995 classic Assault on Dome Four. Yeah, we should mention this is a part of our two part series. Uh, <laughs> Brian James yeah, month. This is Brian James month. Brian Bruce- Brian. I just assume it's Brian because there's no way a man who looks like that is named Brian. <laughs> so, did Nate, did you need research on Brian James? Absolutely not. Sean, did you did you even know we were doing Brian James month? Do you know who Brian James was? <laughs> That's Look, the uh, song, don't for. Okay, to be fair, I did recognize him from Fifth Element. Okay, and uh, a number of other things. Blade um, Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. and he's the guy who wouldn't turn over the turtle in Blade Runner. You reach down, you flip the tortoise over on its back, Leon. Do you make up these questions, Mr. Holden? Or do they write them down for you? The tortoise lays on its back, its belly baking in the hot sun, beating its legs, trying to turn itself over, but it can't. Not without your help. But you're not helping. What do you mean, I'm not helping? I mean, you're not helping. Why is that, Leon? Wasn't <laughs> oh sorry robot yeah replicant he was not a guy that's yeah. kind of the whole deal is he's not do, a guy they don't have souls that's the deal with them I think they grow them they suck and you should kill them yeah yeah they're robots I don't know when they're a big Blade Runner guy it's fine <sighs> ouch. <laughs> ouch I'm a big guy in other ways like my weight as we previously talked about John's a big ziggurat fan <laughs> <laughs> I just really appreciate how. The questions of what makes a human human from classic films and science fiction stories is now we're getting to live out through Twitterverse, through AI, through all of these other no, things that people not. are embracing. <laughs> See, I think, no, no, hold on. Sean's got a kernel of an idea there. Dementia hasn't quite hit all the way. Uh, science fiction is a great way to view the way, like, a lens in which to view the way society's going to go, how they are, all that shit. And the great thing about science fiction is they're often so full of subtext and like deeper meaning, like Blade Runner is. Yes. What do you think the subtext of Assault on Dome 4 was? Was there any deeper meaning to this movie? Because I can't fucking find one. No. What was... The, like, any movie has like some sort of commentary on society, Yeah, right? even Menno's Mind that we covered had more commentary. Like, it was talking... like. You, there, there's an argument to be made there about subtext, but I, this is all text. There's no subtext. Did they accidentally even do one? No, 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 no. Like, okay, what about the dome system, right? So, like, apparently, society has been creating domes on other planets successfully, right? successfully, 
And like they ship people out and they don't see their wives for a while, <laughs> a good while. Which is good for Sean, bad for our protagonist, Chase Moran. <laughs> I mean, oh, here's, the, here's the real question, though, is do we recommend that you watch Assault on Dome 4? Yes. Really? I, I, think, I, I think I do. Because uh, people who like bad movies will like it because it's a very bad movie. Mm-hmm. And people who don't like bad movies should suffer. <laughs> they should watch bad movies. Is it a good bad movie? Yeah. I I the first time I watched it, I was like, oh man, we're in for some trash. But I had a good time. And when we watched it today, I was expecting to be bored out of my mind. I wasn't bored again. And that's usually the sign that it's a good, fun, bad movie. It's two stars. I mean, it's not a masterpiece. Bruce Campbell spits a missile at a prison warden. <laughs> it's, it's not a missile. It's not a missile. It's not a missile. It's, the, it's an air projectile that causes an explosion. No, I don't know what you call that other than a missile. It's the gum from Mission Impossible where they stick it together and make the cool explosion. It's a chemical. Looked like a pen cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to the, sure. un, to the untrained <laughs> eye, it looks like a pen cap. All right, fine. And yes, maybe his shackles weren't shackled all the, all the way out his <laughs> they legs. Didn't, they didn't fit around his legs. Maybe they fit around our legs. You know, maybe there's some mistakes in this movie. But, some. I, I will say yes. I rec- I recommend this movie. It's fun. Sean, did you do you like this movie? Is it good? Do no. Want- it was yeah. not good. No, the answer to your question is inversely. Okay. No, it was not good. <laughs> I liked watching the movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I liked watching the movie for how much of it was bad. And the more I watched it, the more I was questioning like why this was made, but because this was a sci-fi channel movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was made solely for money, and uh, it's fantastic to see the growth of Bruce and nobody else. You didn't like Doctor Doom in this picture? Yeah, it had Victor Von Doom in it. He was, he was Chase was, Moran. You haven't, you haven't seen, seen the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. I have, have not seen the Roger Corman. I forgot to do my homework on that one. No, that's fine. It's, yeah. It's I, not, I, yeah, no. I As a matter of fact, I he was one of the characters I hated the most. Why? I thought he was so weird and off-putting and charming. He had he, uh, charming. I found he was he had He was nothing. charming in like a, a sex predator kind of way. No, Bruce did charming sex predator kind uh, of way. He did actual. Yeah, but <laughs> he, like, a, he took it seriously. Like he took the, he took the assignment very seriously. Joseph, yeah. like I have like it's he's an intentionally off-putting protagonist with an intentionally off-putting performance because Joseph Culp is a fine fucking actor. Remember Mad Men? Yeah, he was Don Draper's drunk dad. Oh, so I know this guy can act like a motherfucker. But he's, I, I think he was just given direction of like. Be Chase Moran, who's Chase Moran. <laughs> He's a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, see, there was nothing. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> here we go. Speaking of time. Uh, the, the, the timer has gone off. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do not have COVID. Whew. He almost got us there. That's right. <laughs> well, dang, I thought this was going to be radio wow, gold. I haven't been that riveted to a result since the last season of Love is Blind. <laughs> is Love Blind? Who can say? Uh, you know, you know who has blind love is uh, uh, Chase Moran, our protagonist, for his his wife. He's a real wife guy. Yeah. Um. The how how do you feel about the other characters here? Because like we have Joseph Culp who plays Chase Moran. 
Peacekeeper Chase Moran. Peacekeeper Chase Moran. We have Bruce Campbell, who plays the role as Alex Wyndham. We're saying these names a lot because they say their names yeah, a lot in the movie. they say their full name the whole time. Constantly. Movie, which is the sign it's a well-written movie. I'm constantly saying Nate Boyd's full name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, we have um, introducing Jocelyn Seagrave as Lily Moran. How would you like Lily? She was the worst performer in this movie by far. She, no energy, nipples protruding, very disrespectful. Her role was to be... I'm in a nightgown. That fucking ice cream truck is back. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you yes, not it hear is. it? There's turkey in the straw. Oh, you've got headphones on. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. It's is out that, there, That's Nate. not turkey in the straw. What is that song? Ice cream. It's called ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know what it's song fun. it is. It's ice cream song. Our, as dogs, as hear it. our dogs are enraptured by this fucking They, they want ice cream. I mean... What dog doesn't want ice cream? Okay, given a choice between Jocelyn Seagrave and ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream. Yep. Uh, but what? Okay, but like, say it was only the, the Flintstones push up. That's the ice cream you get. That's my favorite one. It's soft. <laughs> you slurp it right down, you get to push it. Damn. All right. I yeah, mean, they more... don't have the Ninja Turtles with the gumball eyeballs anymore, so you got to go push it. He stopped in front of our house. Nate, look. <laughs> He's right there. He stopped in front of our house. I can't look. I have like this whole like science kit in front of me. We are podcasting. He's, he's fucking stopped. This is this is unreal. The disrespect. The disrespect. Unbelievable. Are there even children in your neighborhood? I mean, can there no, legally been, be children? They, in they, your they're less disappearing. <laughs> yeah, there's been less since the ice cream truck has been showing up. Uh, yeah, yeah, God, God damn it! You hear it? You hear it, don't you? No, I do. Yeah, uh, he's, he's right behind. He, of course, he's right behind. You. Yeah, I know. I mean, I do want ice cream. It's, it's fine. fine. Assault uh, on Dome 4. So, uh, yeah, we also have, like, um, Jack Nance, who yeah. you might remember as the, the fish in the percolator guy from Twin Peaks. Yeah, he's all over David Lynch's stuff. Fellas, don't drink that coffee. You'd never guess. There was a fish in the percolator. Sorry. We got... Um, like Ray Mellow. Ray Baker. Do you remember who Ray Baker is? In the movie? Or, or just, like as a person? Yeah, he's like, he, he did some things. No, like a he, soap opera. he seems like generic prestige, like TV prestige actor from the yeah, 80s yeah. is probably who he is. But the last person to note here is actually James Liu. And yes. he plays number one goon Quaid, right? And this guy apparently was like the stunt coordinator for um, Big Trouble in Little China and mm -hmm. a couple other... Uh, like really good action movies. That's why the action in this movie is actually okay. Yeah. Like the the people doing flips, the stunts, the falling downs are all like they're competent for like what this movie is, which is a BS movie. It's the most B movie we've covered so far, I'd say. We we say that every time though. No, but, but like, this, this, time is, we, this, this time is, we this is this is it for real. We lie every other time. <laughs> like every time we said Magic Mind was good, we were lying, but this time we mean it. That's right. This time it's it's better than ever. Uh yeah, and like I, I, I appreciate the stunts that were done in this movie. Like, yeah, you know, people are hanging off of rafters. It's great. It's Yeah. Yeah, I've got some notes on that when we get to that scene. Please, let's but, not bring up people hanging from rafters. Okay. Because uh, Alex Wyndham's dad was hanged. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. that's right. He dances. Yeah, He's a dancer. He dances He's a dancer. at the end of the rope. He, no. he dances. So there's like, I was talking with Nate about this, and I think you touched on it a little just a minute ago, Sean, that this is a sci-fi original movie. 
this is like I look at movies like this, little B movies. We don't have these much anymore. Not like this. There's crap being funneled into the streaming services, sure, but it's these little movies that. This is why the writers and the actors are going on strike. So people who make these movies and are in these movies receive the benefits of the big union. Because, sure, there are all these fucking movie stars with their whatever, millions of dollars, 1%, don't like them. Yeah. Bernie 2020. <laughs> no, but, like, they're, this is watching this movie is like watching bad community theater, and that's fun. Yeah. Like I, I I miss this experience. You don't get it in. Well, I guess I don't watch TV, so I don't know if the the TV movie really exists anymore. Yeah, you're not watching any Jesse Stone, Tom Selleck made for TV movie. <laughs> yeah, but like, what's the new Assault on Dome Four that's out this year? Is there one? Because like they're all just like ironic, like Sharknado, like you know, yeah, asshole we sh- movies. We should mention this movie does not wink at the camera. It is no, no, it's, no. fully it's, you know, like it's just is what it is. It is. You know, it's. And that's a valid point. There is that you know the movies that are that are made now with all the stuff in them. You're not getting that same degree of schlock. You're not getting that you know like this this the set. All the sets for this were like stuff found on a lot. Maybe yeah. You know? There's like, no good greebling. <laughs> no, give me like the like half of like plastic garbage they found and stapled it to the wall. Yeah, like yeah. oh, it's great. Oh right, yeah, yeah. There's it's, it's just the the fact that it. It's tubes, just this tubes, <laughs> random stuff, and you know, it's, it's more effort was put into what four distinct colors in glass tubes throughout yeah. the movie, mm-hmm. and starched white lab coats on all of the people <laughs> who were definitely doctors, uh, and that's it. Well, you know what? Actually, I, I can't think of a modern example of a, a B movie. It's the new Moon Trap that we watched. It is where it's still instead of the like we found some garden hoses and put them on a wall. It's we have this like CGI package that we bought and everything looks real bad. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't care for it. No, it looks like Neil Breen. Yes. Right? Like yeah. Moon Trap does. The new Moon Trap. Yeah, and like as much as I love Neil Breen, like that's not a B movie somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that's, a Neil that's Breen. That's his own thing. That's his own thing. It's not this. It's not like real actors trying well, not trying, but getting a paycheck, yeah. you know. And uh, like <laughs> The final fight scene in this movie between Joseph Culp and Bruce Campbell is just two guys grappling each other and punching each other. It's choreographed really well. It's shot in an interesting way. It's kinetically bad. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's entertaining. And like Nate, you even said, some of the fights in this movie are more competent and entertaining than Marvel fights, which I totally agree. Yeah. They touch each other. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Nate needs movies where people touch each other. <laughs> no, Man, like, do I have some websites for you? <laughs> like the equivalent of like Pornhub, but it's like people just punching at each other. <laughs> I think that's just a UFC fight, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, let's. Do you want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about this dang movie. Yeah, hey. we recommend it. Uh, well, you, kind of. What? I like. I think I, rec- I recommend the movie. I recommend that you should watch the movie because again you're not seeing things like this yeah it was it's it's a very clear knockoff mm-hmm. um the it, the it will only cost you you your time yeah it's yeah, a diehard that's, and that's the time is only like 89 minutes yeah <laughs> like a good five of that is credits uh-huh. so you know <laughs> yeah so you got 80 minutes yeah, <laughs> yeah. it <laughs> it starts and ends well yeah yep. very well I, well it starts with Two and a half minutes of credits. <laughs> I timed it. Like, and it, it's so, like, 
that those credits drag on in a way that I, I haven't experienced in a while. Where it's I mean, like, icebreaker credits drag on. Like no, that they had B roll in the background. This they is do. Just this like, was black screen with like producer, line producer, co executive producer. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is made by Gilbert Poe. He's the director. Made what? Only mo- only Chinese movies. Only a couple too. Like only a couple like uh, Chinese movies of unknown origin. Um, and it's written by this guy named uh, Hirsch Reffin. I'm not gonna like try to pronounce his name because he sounds like he sucks. Like he he wrote this and like some weird Porky's knockoff. Mm. You know? Oh, not I, not like Porky's, but like you know, sex comedy. Like, I would love to see Chase Moran and Alex Wyndham <laughs> trying to get laid. I forget the name of it, but it's probably something Sexual like Sexual Assault wait, on Dome you, Four. You just did watch 90 minutes of Alex trying to get laid. <laughs> I love him. Uh, Bruce Campbell, he's such a gross little freak in this movie. Uh, well, yeah, but like Chase Moran is also a little freak. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on, he's on trial. He's been accused of sex crimes. No. Well, okay. He's not Elon Musk. Of like of like normal crimes, of military crimes, because he is a military piece- crime. Yeah, tribunal. Yeah. You know that it's a military tribunal because it's in the dark. Yes. Uh, the chairs are only lit, mm-hmm. and there are generic military uniforms <laughs> <Yeah>. being worn. <laughs> I love, I love that coded language because, like, you immediately know what it is, right? Like, where it's just like, what if all trials were done in like dark rooms with like <laughs> spotlights over the judge and jury? I mean, they should. <laughs> we like, I've never been to court, yeah. But if it's not like that. I'll shoot the judge. I can't say it's this not guy. like that. <laughs> you really can't. It's it's not like that. I've been to court. Oh yeah, because your bitch ex wife. Well, I was also in military court. Oh, I don't even know. Th- I've known you so long, and I don't even. What? Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Did Jack get you? <laughs> yeah. Did you get Look, Jack? They could handle the truth. <laughs> Jesus. Would you steal steal like some beans and just like? I'm not going to go into detail. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> what happened many years ago before most of your listeners were born? <laughs> that's not true. We got some real oldies out there. Thank yeah. you. Golden oldies. Just going to let that linger. I mean, okay, but like when you were in court, military court, did they have like a stenographer and then were those lines like typed <laughs> on a wall behind you? Oh, you mean like the script? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, I appreciate the effort of detail where they sat down, like, we're going to project the script onto the wall. Yeah, that was that was pretty magic every time. And I was watching it to see if there were, you know, any any more cues on it. But I didn't have a big enough screen with high enough definition to see if it was more than just what they were saying. I don't think this exists in any kind of higher definition than what you'll find on YouTube for free. Yeah, I confirmed, though, that they, they, they wrote, like, what he was saying. It's... it's <laughs> Not a nice attention to detail. And, you know, honestly, like, this movie has good cinematography. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. as much as, Sean, it doesn't have good sets. It doesn't have a budget. But, like, I think the person behind the camera, like, knew how to move a camera. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I, you're right. You're right. I, it, just just thinking, you know, when we were talking about the set, I was thinking, you know, it could have been the cafeteria. Well, they and had, like, everything blacked out except for the lights shining on the individuals and... A broadcast on the back. Yeah, it, and so. when you get twenty dollars to make a <laughs> military tribunal, yeah, everything dark. You steal a projector. Yep. You know that's true because you do. Because well, and to be fair, maybe there. Here's your subtext: the dark dealings of military justice <laughs> in a world gone mad. I would call bullshit on that immediately. <laughs> 
had you not just said you had to deal with military <laughs> justice. So you're speaking from a place of authority that I just don't have. Well, okay, hey, let, let's correct some things. A, this isn't the military, right? He's he's a police officer. Yeah, he's a peacekeeper. Sorry, he's a peacekeeper. Chase Moran, peacekeeper. That's right. He's keeping the peace. Yeah, but he's talking to a general. It's well, a tribunal. I look, mean, all those dumb cops wear stupid little outfits with a bunch of medals. Actually, no, this is a good point. It's a military, it's militarized police. He's like a Judge yeah. Dredd sort of person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just rewatched the the Dredd. That oh, movie. That's that like, movie rocks. Oh, so and not, I love it. Not the, not the good, not the good Judge Dredd. Not Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Look, there's just like Batman. There's no bad Judge Dredd movie. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. I believe there are no bad Batman movies. Yeah. I mean, so like Chase Moran is a proto Judge Dredd. <laughs> he was the first one. Sean, do you want to weigh in on when Judge Dredd premiered as a comic? Because I know you've got it up in your brain. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Does Judge Dredd predate this movie? Oh, of yeah. Course. When yeah. was oh, this movie yeah. made? 95. Okay. Actually, yeah, I, I wonder if the Judge Dredd movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it was a, no, that was later. It was like ninety eight. Well, something. they both this this movie and Judge Dredd both have weird cyborgs. It's true. Um, okay, but like here's here's how we know that Chase Moran. Actually, it, to interject here real quick, mm -hmm. I will say that that the to give validity to Tyler's point that doesn't really work. The special <laughs> effects were as good as anything you'd find on BBC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're right. Right from my classic days of watching the original Doctor Who. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Red Dwarf because you were like a cool indie guy. I liked Red Dwarf too, but what? I grew up and we watched the Doctor. My favorite Doctor Who was the one with the long scarf. David Tennant. That's not David Tennant. He's the one that likes fish fingers and Matt Smith. clotted cream. Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> the the broad. Hey, Doctor freaking what? That's what I want to know. I don't know who it is. You know what? I've Doctor Wen. I've got a friend <laughs> that if they Al. listen to this is going to let me know. <laughs> Nobody cares about Doctor Who. Uh, but you know what? Chase, we care about Chase Moran. We do. Right? And he's... So I, look, I don't want to harp on Joseph Culp's acting because I think he does a fine job in this movie. He's distinct. Like His style in this movie is distinct. And I... I'm with Sean's. Like, it's a very confused look here. I think I think he was just given like bad direction. I just think there's I, no there's well, no character to this guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's but no. He's sitting there picking his nails, being like, "Well, I had to do something. Y'all weren't going to do anything." I love that. But nothing he says is ever convincing. I know. There's nothing that he says that's convincing. I'm a badass. Uh, okay, he no. beat a guy in six punches. <laughs> I just don't think he has a character. There's no character. Right, to his he says it, but it's the same. It, it's the to me. It was it was as convincing as as your nephew's best friend's cousin saying that you know they found a body um, and they did sex crime. I mean, it's just not. It's just a story someone tells, but there's no conviction behind it. There's no. There's nothing to sell it. He doesn't. He never. There's nothing that he did that sold me on anything that he either said or intended or anything. It's an old action movie guy's protagonist's problem, where it's like, imagine if you took like Stallone, but like removed the stroke. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah, <laughs> if he had normal hearing and a non-Italian face. Yeah, if you just like talk like you know normal Stallone, yeah. <laughs> not shy Stallone, just yeah. normal Stallone. Yo, Adrian, <laughs> right? It's a, and like 
it's a problem because like there's just no like affectation. No, there's nothing to Chase Moran's character. I don't know. There are moments of affectation. He's a, he's a Treat Williams, but he's getting. Oh, he's better than Treat Williams. I don't like Treat Williams. I, Except I mean, in Dead Heat, rest in peace, Treat Williams. I know you're in hell or whatever. Shouldn't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> I mean, but like, you get the idea that yeah, like, he, like it's a very flat. Like he's a I, tough guy. I will say, a lot of the performances are very flat in this movie, with the exception Bruce is almost never flat. Makes me appreciate Bruce Willis. Yeah, that that's what it really does. Because like Bruce Willis, yeah, like you know he did a good job with Die Hard because he has he figured out the tough cop guy voice. In a yeah. way that I, I think, like, you know, Joseph Culp did not figure out the tough cop guy voice. There are rules for policemen. Yeah. That's what my captain keeps telling me. The court is civilized, isn't it, Pig? But I'm not. This is where the law stops. And I start. Oh, I'm not taking this lightly, sir. We lost some good people up there, but if it hadn't been for me, we would have lost more. And now you want to use what happened on Dome 4 to nail me because you've never liked the way I do things. Well, I'll tell you what, you go right ahead. Because like it or not, at least I get things done. And also... Or Frank Cabretti. Marion Cabretti? Marion Mar- Mar- Cabretti. Yeah. Not Frank Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone <laughs> and Cobra. What if they had a baby? <laughs> what if? We may never I think know. it sounded a little something like this. <laughs> no. No, Sean, you're right. There's not much character to uh, Chase Moran, which I think is... It's definitely one of the bad parts of this movie because Bruce Campbell has character, has, like... There are quirks, like, in his dialogue, in his character, in his performance, and I just don't think that... They didn't let... They didn't let I don't know he just wasn't written well Chase no. Moran no yeah and so like the the whole concept of this the movie is that during this military tribunal he's recounting the tale of the assault on Dome Four yes right and he starts mm-hmm. his tale somewhere he wasn't even at yeah. which is <laughs> he's at like the escape yeah. the of- general's like so what happened on Dome Four and he's like to truly understand Dome Four we have to go to Mars Prison Planet <laughs> PC Seven PC Seven on Mars right where one Alex Wyndham. <laughs> Why don't you just skip the theatrics and tell us what you did on Dome 4? Well, let's just get something straight right now. The incident on Dome 4 didn't begin with me. It began on PC-7 with Alex Wyndham. And so, like, we cut to uh, Alex Wyndham. He's being uh, carted away in intake, uh, chains kind of around his legs. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're really not covering him at all. Dangling, and it's fine. Uh, and he's, he's guarded by four guards on all sides, on all corners. Yep. And he, here we meet um, the community theater warden. Uh, this warden guy, uh, he's, he's a rough customer. I, <laughs> I don't understand. You have numerous degrees from the best educational institutions on earth. You had the possibility of becoming one of our greatest leaders, yet you threw it all away to shun society and wreak havoc upon any world that you happen to encounter. Why is that, Alex? 
I'm glad you asked that question, Warden. I guess I'd say it's because I'm a creator. And like most artists, I am completely misunderstood and underappreciated. Well, I'll see to it that you don't do any creating from your 8x10 cell. So he says, Havik? Is it Havik that he says? Yeah. This guy says words in a very weird way. Well, I mean, he just has normal non-actor speech. Yeah. Like, if he was talking to me, I wouldn't be like, oh, that guy sounded weird. But, like, <laughs> since he was on TV talking with Bruce Campbell, who's very articulate. <laughs> and, like, engaged and energetic. Trained actor. Yep. <laughs> like, this guy's like, you sound weird. What are you saying? Yeah. Well, he seemed like this that gross amalgam of things from the 80s and maybe early 90s of, ooh, this person is an intellectual kind of guy because they've got him in a turtleneck yeah. and a suit coat, <laughs> all right? And that, that casually disarrayed sort of hair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, and he's the warden, so, but we're also supposed to infer that he's probably you know, psychologic, uh, a psychologist or a mm -hmm. psychiatrist or something, some, a criminal psychologist, you know, that he's trying to get in the mind of Alex. Because he does ask, he's like, why did you do this? And Bruce Campbell's like, I'm an artist and my canvas is the galaxy and I love doing terrorism. <laughs> Which is a great response. Yeah. I, like, he has a character. He's an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, I have another feeling that in the script he wasn't really given much of a character. No. Bruce, no. I think, has imprinted, like, you know, what he thinks Alex Wyndham should be. Mm -hmm. And I think he made some right choices. And this movie does something that I love in movies that's real stupid. What's that? And within, like, a minute of each other, we have the warden here saying, Alex Wyndham, terrorist, bomber. You went to every best school. You went to Harvard College, Yale, and you graduated every semester with an A, but you turned into a ravenous villain. Why did you do such a thing? And he does his spiel. And then they cut back to the tribunal. It's like, Chase Moran, you're A number one police officer. You're the best one who's ever been. There's never been a police officer like you. You're smart. You're tough. Who are you? What's your deal? You beat up this guy with six punches. The way that characters explain to the character who the character is always makes me fucking laugh. Yeah. They're always introduced in that way. They're always, like, set up as not only, like, you know, here's your name, but also, like, you're the best at everything. You're the best. Even, like, what Chase Moran's wife was like, why, you're Lily. You're the top scientist of the dome. <laughs> right. you, like, and, like, she doesn't have any lines, really. No, no. Um, it's, it, you know what, like, it really reminds me of just, like, the best character interaction, introduction that I've ever seen, mm -hmm. right? The best character introduction that I've seen was in, um, this movie, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, yeah, Return of the Living Dead, hmm. right? Uh, where we meet the, the character Trash. Yeah. Where, like, she's kind of describing, like, you know, her character. I mean, not, like, in a direct way, but, no. like... The way you should introduce a character, which is like expressing your 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 fears. Yes, like that, that's how you should introduce a character. It's like uh, uh, Alex Wyndham. What are you afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid of not doing art. Yeah. Do you ever fantasize about being killed? Never. Do you ever wonder about all the different ways of dying? You know, violently. I wonder, like, what would be the most horrible way to die? I try not to think about dying too much. Mm. Well, for me, 
the worst way would be for a bunch of old men to get around me and start biting and eating me alive. I see. First, they would tear off my clothes. Let's get some light over here. Ash is taking off her clothes again. It'd be great if Alex Williams like, do you ever fantasize about blowing up planets? What do you think the worst way to blow up a planet would be? To have lots of dead planets <laughs> gather around you, pulling your gravitational mass off, and old planets just chewing at your oh, seas Alex and borders. Alex Wyndham's talking about terrorism again. <laughs> That's Quaid. That's Quaid that says that. Yeah, <laughs> so... Back to Alex Wyndham. He does, I think, because like I was like we were checked out. Yeah, because I was this up warden, for a bad movie. his speech is long. He's like, "This is the prison colony of Mars, aka the end of the line. You will not speak to guard." Less charisma than that. Yeah, just but, explaining how this fucking prison's gonna be. But my favorite setup begins. Like the absolute king of all setups that he. Alex Wyndham asks, do you allow spitting in this prison? <laughs> Which I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. Why would yeah. you say that? Because I thought he was going to spit in his face. Yeah, I did too. And in, like, in a way, like he does. Big loogie. Yeah, in a way, he does. And the word's like, no, of course, spitting's not allowed. And Alex Wyndham says, well, that's too bad. Turns away, whips back to the warden, spits a bomb at the warden, <laughs> and explodes him. Is spitting permitted here? No. It is not. Well, rules are rules, I suppose. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he just disintegrates. He's out of there. Gone in the most 80s and pre-tech way possible mm -hmm. of that ridiculous look on your face when something is coming at you. Mm-hmm. And then pan to the back where we know it's a, it's <laughs> a, a dummy. dummy. Yeah. yeah. And then it blows up, which is sufficient to kill everyone except for Alex, who. You don't have a brilliant mind. You don't know space chemicals. Completely yeah. unscathed. You don't he understand has, alloys and yeah. molecular yeah. structures. <laughs> I, I Alex don't Wyndham's have a brilliant been mind. microdosing bombs, so he's <laughs> immune. So it does have one of my. Things that I took notes on there of listeners, uh, he's got a notepad. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> a steno notepad <laughs> for those of you that know what that is. I'm not talking down to you, I'm just saying they're not that common anymore. Um, he's talking down to you. <laughs> he never builds on any of his quips except for spitting and lending a hand. Yep, you know, he's got his character has a numerous other quips that he really never goes anywhere with except for those two. And look, spitting is a gross thing when it's outside the bedroom. <laughs> and when I was growing up, mm. my parents famously had no rules. My dad said the only rules for me were no throwing rocks and no spitting. Like that was the hard and fast rule for my dad. So hard and soft projectiles were off limits. Yes. Sean, did your dad do anything of note? <laughs> <laughs> Regarding projectiles? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> something comes to mind. <laughs> like the bullet through your dad's head in your bedroom. Listener, Sean's dad committed suicide in his bedroom. 
He did. <laughs> I, but not, I was so but, pleased with himself. But not before shooting a cop. <laughs> you know what? We stand, a king. Here's to you, Mr. Brant. Pouring one out for my dad. <laughs> like he poured his brains out. Uh, let's keep going. All right. Hey, everybody's got their own coping mechanism. <laughs> Scoping mechanism when it's a gun. So Alex Wyndham. <laughs> Don't just move past that. <laughs> Alex Wyndham. He manages to break free, mm-hmm. right? And he, he goes into the prison. He he opens the door for Quaid. Yeah, he frees all of his goons. Yeah, and he's like, well, well, not quite. He needs he needs to to get a security pass like security check, right? Yep. There's, a, there's a hand scanner. He's like, well, I better take a hand. So he takes out a pocket knife, <laughs> and it's like pops off a hand. Yeah. <laughs> we can start by liberating the rest of the crew. I'm sure this gentleman won't mind lending a hand. That sound, the gushing, like, crunch of the hand cutting. And then cut to commercial break. He's very strong. He can just, like, you know, slice through. Well, yeah. Could you cut through a hand if you had to? If I had to. I would say <laughs> if I get to. Let Murphy on the mic. It's not that. Okay, my- it wouldn't be that necessarily difficult if you knew to, I mean, if you just kind of go around things. My dog's licking the microphone. <laughs> It tastes like you. <laughs> um, just, I guess, the biggest challenge would be getting the person to stand still, and you know why he didn't just, you know, shoot the guy and drag. <laughs> Don't him on. like the actual mic. No, he's just looking at the pop filter. Now you gotta clean that pop filter. You sound weird. I do not. Yeah, you do. You gotta clean it now. God damn it! Use your shirt. Keep going. <laughs> we'll take this commercial break. <laughs> I can hear that too. <laughs> I hope they wanted a crazy episode for this one. Listen, I mean, like, here's the thing about the plot is like, there's not much to the plot. Yeah, Chase Brand gets diehearted and has to save his wife from an evil Bruce. Well, Campbell. okay, like, yeah, like, why? How does Chase Moran uh, encounter? Well, actually, no, that's not the next thing. The next thing is they get on a, a little spaceship. Yeah. Right. He he has his collection of goons. Yeah. Alex Wyndham has a collection there's, of goons. There's the. Bald guy. Yeah, we got bald guy. There's mask uh, face. Quaid, which the thing I love about Quaid, listener, if you're gonna watch this movie, Quaid is his number two. Yeah, the like really badass karate goon. He does like spin kicks. He's actually he's great. Right, and he doesn't wear sleeves. He, he doesn't wear sleeves. He shouldn't he's, wear. He shouldn't wear sleeves. No. <laughs> if you have arms like that, don't wear sleeves. Like sleeves were a mistake for buff dudes yeah. that could do karate. No, Look, it was. He's just- always holding a shotgun. If you watch this movie again, he always has one handful of shotgun, and then people will put things in his other hand because I think. As a stunt co- coordinator, he wasn't used to acting, so he was like moving his hands about because there's a scene. He was Jack Donaghy the entire yes, time. Yes, <laughs> towards the end of the movie, he's talking to Bruce Campbell and he's holding the shotgun in one hand. And he's like moving his hand, and Bruce Campbell puts something in his hand and puts his hand to his side and sends him away. It's very funny. Ah, uh, it smells I, like dog breath. <laughs> this microphone. Weird. <laughs> I, the the list of goons is just There's your like, stereotypical. You've got yes, mask you, face goon. You yeah. got you got right mask face goon. Um, you've got a, a a nod perhaps to who was the bounty hunter in Star Wars that had the bandages on his head. IG eighty eight. The robot. No, IG-88 is a robot. This no, there was is the a one, robot later, though. This was the one that had that appeared to be covered in bandages, wore a tan sort of shabby kind of thing 
There was Boba. Right. There was IG88. There was this guy. There was the he, Lizard Man. There was the Lizard yeah. Man, yeah. right? And then there and there was this guy. This guy, he had sort of a. I thought it was an eye patch at first, but it looks like maybe it was just a stuffed eye patch. Okay, that was yeah, on the, I know who like you're on talking his temple. about. Right? Yeah, that that guy's a fucking. He's probably got some convoluted backstory now in like Ahsoka or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wait, See? this guy. <laughs> Probably the guy that I'm referencing from Star Wars. Oh. That there was this He's guy. He's gonna show up in Mandalorian and be like, "Catch you fuckers at a bad time." <laughs> oh, it's it's him. <laughs> That's right. And I know he's got a name because. They, he's had roles in the comic book world oh, with, uh, yeah, I know. So yeah, you knew George it was going to go there, but we don't talk about him. <laughs> but yeah, it just there is the there's the Asian. You got Asian guy, you have got black guy, you've got they've got um, one of every kind got, in this group. You got weird white guys, you've got young white guy, you've got smart white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and space prostitutes. I'm just curious about what crimes these women committed to get put onto. Wait, are PC you seven? Are you implying that Chase uh, Chase Moran, when he was busting whores on Eighth Avenue, not my <laughs> not my words? That's what he said. That's what he yeah, said. No busting. Oh, you're right. Because you I wrote that. Because there's nothing better than busting whores on Eighth Avenue. You add one word to that sentence and it's fine. Busting yeah. in whores on Eighth <laughs> Avenue. Not my words. Come on, Chase. It's better than busting whores on Eighth Avenue. <laughs> Are you saying that the, the, the floozies that are on that ship are the, are the ones that... It's a more kind <laughs> term than whore. Right. Se- are the, the, they're the sex workers that he busted? <laughs> <laughs> These semen-soaked women of the night. I just feel like maybe they didn't deserve the end of the line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just get, like, shot out into space. <laughs> Why? Right. Well, no. As far as the prison's concerned... Oh well, yeah. Like, I they, mean, they, like, they, like, what crimes did they do? Given a handy, but um, you know, it, it says something about society, right? Because like this, <laughs> this future society is not accepting of yes, sex work. It, yes, is if a woman chooses to use her body, that is a crime. Right? That's right. That's it, it's a dark. It's a dystopia, really. It says it's a his dystopia. Says something about the society that we're in, maybe, huh? <laughs> but it does bring up the fact that there's always prostitutes in space. There's always space prostitutes yeah. in a science fiction movie. It doesn't is, yeah. matter what it is. Total Recall. I like that blue one from Return of the Jedi who sings. Or was that the first one? Like they gave her the big long lips. Oh, the, the kissy lip one. Yeah, oh. the special edition one. Yeah, she's Bobby got Dude, she's got a backstory yeah, too. That, one. that thing is what that, <laughs> that thing. But like, I, I, the thing is, they've had a hard life. They just got broken out of a maximum security <laughs> prison, <laughs> only then to be jettisoned on before they go to the dome for some reason. Yeah, they weren't there. And he says, like, like when he when he captures Lily, he says, "Yeah, you know what we do to women who who don't serve a purpose or whatever? Like, we jettison out, we get rid of them, implying that those those floozies." Where we're scooted out. Why are you saying floozy so much? Yeah, why is it? What is it with you and floozies? We love floozies. It's a fun word to say. It is a fun word to say. (laughs) Well, I don't want to say tramp. That's too hard. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, see? What other bad words for women? (laughs) Let's not go down this. No, no. Right. Yeah, no, (laughs) because, you know, and and to be fair, why was it just the female sex workers that they took along? Oh, wait. 95. Is no, never mind. Well, I was also gonna say Quaid. Quaid. Oh yeah, Quaid's got long hair. Yeah, which in a certain light, long hair looks like ladies' hair. <laughs> anyway, I wish the listeners could see the looks you give us sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, Alex Wyndham is given like an actually fantastic speech on the way down to Doom Four. Yeah, it's, he's like, 
I want to make some art, and we're also going to make an obscene amount of money. You like Shakespeare? Here's some Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. That's how you know he's smart. He quotes Shakespeare. It's so, like... It's dumb guy smart. It's dumb guy smart. It's so funny. He, like, quotes Shakespeare and is a scientist who knows how to make bombs only. Well, and he also <laughs> wants to be worshipped as a god, which he talks about later. Because yes. he says, I'm the guy that freed you. You can call me, you can look at me as a pot of god or, or yep. something along those lines. And, you know, it's, it's he's, we're continually being told by Alex that he is indeed an egomaniac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's worried about overpopulation. Right. Yeah, he's an eco-fascist. That's just eco-fascist propaganda. Yeah, you don't... Overpopulation. No, you just want to keep the whites here. And you're Fuck like, off. this movie has no subtext, Tyler. Come on. Well, I know. <laughs> I'm... I know that's a personal hang-up issue for me. Like... When I hear overpopulation, what I hear is we're not going to allow immigrants in oh, as yeah, refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's that, all. That's, that's what I hear when I hear overpopulation. Yeah. It's like right. It's, well, then he, he goes into also healthcare. We're not going to save people. So, I mean, really, I know you don't watch DC movies, but he was Thanos before Thanos was cool. Was Thanos ever cool? I guess when he had the helicopter. He was cool <laughs> when he had the Thanopter. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody with a helicopter is cool. Sorry. I don't make the rules. I like the big wheel. Nate, have you seen the Thanos helicopter? No, he has a helicopter. It's a helicopter that says Thanos and has a picture of his face on it. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, though, what is Thanos if not an Alex Wyndham style character? He's concerned about overpopulation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, we, we cut to Dome 4. Let's get to the dang dome. We One of several establishing shots of the dome. Yeah, we need to make sure we know what this dome looks like. Listeners, uh, if you want to have fun with this movie, have a drink every time they show the dome. Yeah, you will be dead. It's like, it's, 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 a, it's a model of a dome. Looks okay. Yeah. Looks a bit small for get, considering how big this dome is supposed to be. Because <laughs> yeah. like we, we cut to the actual so, dome, it wasn't and it's just like, me that thought, thought that. Yeah, because like the, the actual dome is like rolling green fields mm-hmm. and like fountains and scientists. Yeah, scientists at- twirling their little beakers out <laughs> in the fucking <laughs> to show field? that they're scientists yeah. with a concerned look on their face. <laughs> like, why are they wearing a lab coat in a grassy field? And considering what this planet is made of, I understand. Like, this planet is made of bomb. Yeah, it is a bomb planet. That's why. That's why Alex Windham is there. He's making a bomb, and he goes <laughs> to the bomb planet. Of course. Dome 4. <laughs> Could you believe it? Um, anywho, um, uh, Chase lands. He, he he shows up on Dome 4 wearing a, a sick, cool hat. <laughs> I love the look of that hat. Uh, yeah, it's got, like, the dome of the, what is it, the Capitol building? Oh, the Capitol Dome. It's, yeah. a, it's a story about domes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Capitol Dome. Which I guess it's wrapped with a ribbon, but it looks like a fucking snake. It's got this red ribbon wrapped around it. And I looked at Nate and I was like, is that a red snake wrapped around the Capitol Dome? Because that's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, actually, no. It looks like dog shit. That, that the hat. I was being facetious. Do you have the COVID coughs? I got a, got a little hiccup. Like, I don't know which was better, that hat or the hat that the guards wore that had the iron-on <laughs> Yeah, the PC-7. Yeah. I just appreciate they took the time to do it. They re- they didn't they, have to put the logo on the hats. They didn't have to. They, no, have they did to. not. Yeah. Because, because it, it was almost like they just had money left over from buying um, dollar store Oakleys for everybody. <laughs> they brought they, those from home. They didn't match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not, not one was the same. No. <laughs> oh, God. But they all had them. So... Anywho, Chase shows up at the dome, mm-hmm. and he, he's immediately greeted by 
maintenance staff yeah. who recognize him. Like, oh, you're you're Chase Moran. Yeah, the guy's like, <laughs> I was watching you come across on that spaceship. You're Chase Moran. It's like, yeah, I guess, buddy, whatever. Yeah, I heard you could knock out a guy in like seven punches. <laughs> he had the hiccups. I don't know why. <laughs> Every character that Nate talks about has the hiccups. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, man. Do you want to take a little break? No, I can. I'll just power through. You'll power through with the hiccups. This is the most unlistenable part. <laughs> no, we got this. <laughs> so. And when he fights, but. He, okay, go, no, please do go on. Well, about like knocking them out in six blows. Yeah, because one of the maintenance goons, mm-hmm. sorry, one of Marx's brave workers. <laughs> That's right. Uh, says, hey, you beat up my brother. With seven punches, like, actually, it's six, but that's fine. My wife's going to bust my chops. Please just let me go. She's a real battle axe. And he's like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. And we get our first little, little action scene, right? We get a little action scene. It's fun. Yeah. It's it, fun. He's like, he, it, it's here to show how, how cool of a dude he is. Yes. And he's very cool because he counts the punches. Like, it's a stupid thing, but it's well, a thing that I like. He doesn't count no, he counts them wrong. Well, he, yeah, he, that's what's fun about it. He flips a guy. He's like, that's one. Like, no, that's a flip. Get it right. A flip is not a punch. That's right. Okay, I'm coming around. But it was sufficient in incapacitating that individual. One of the guys, he has a cool pocket knife, switchblade, right? He pops out the switchblade. He's like, I'm going to stab Chase Moran. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. This hiccup. You wanted to power through. I offered to say, let's take a little break. You can have a water. I'll spook you. I'll get rid of the hiccups. Well, it's just that, like, you know, honestly, like, my brain has been feeling, like, too strong these days. And so my body's having a hard time keeping up. Yeah. It's why I was sick this week. The hiccups are trying. Is your brain trying to escape? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Screaming? Yeah, my brain is just too dang powerful. And you know why my brain's powerful? I think I have a clue, but I think someone in this room does not have a powerful well, brain. Well, I mean, I, yeah, like I was about to say, someone here has a, has a dull brain. I can see it through his, <laughs> his, his thick skull. Large. Like, listeners, Wait. we should tell you, Sean looks like Hammerhead from Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> but more rounded in that my head's not flat. He looks he, like, oh, I've got a big dome. He oh, looks hey, like, anybody remember that MTV cartoon from the 80s? No, nah, <laughs> like, I was going to say you look like the guy from Dick Tracy. Ow. <laughs> no, here, I can do a comic book one. Sean, you look like leader. Oh, and, he was a janitor, that- you know. <laughs> Okay, clearly you need uh, some magic mind. Yeah, you're supposed to take magic mind alongside your morning caffeine. I mean, it's night. <laughs> yeah, I had caffeine on my way over here. Yeah, so. you having a night caffeine? Uh, stick a little bit of yeah, the magic mind. There. <laughs> you can you can also drink it like by by its own. It's fine. Like this new this new formula, I actually like it a lot more. Genuinely, it's got matcha, which will I guess help boost your energy. It's suddenly sweet. There's some adaptogens, which... You, you will, love adaptogens? It helps you feel less stressed. Which like the super adaptoid. <laughs> <laughs> there are no tropics in this. Yeah, no. Those no tropics keep, or thunder? They keep you focused. Yeah. And it's got some vitamin C, D, and echinacea. You know, I hear Excellent. it has lion's mane. Oh. Not like a... Are those a mushroom? Humanely sourced lions? Oh, it's, it's a mushroom. A, it's a mushroom. You like, you like drinking a mushroom? I like mushrooms. <laughs> well, you'll love magic wine. <laughs> Have some. Get yeah, it to I'm going to toss this to you. Drink it up. Okay. Remember, you have to like it or they'll fire us. 
Ooh, I can see all the things it boosts. It helps with my stress level. It helps me stress less. Fuck, I could use some adaptogens in my life. <laughs> yeah, your brain is stupid. Drink up. <laughs> yeah, you got a shit brain. Uh, alongside morning caffeine. So, Magic Mind, let's not be so quantum normative. Some of us are night shift people. So yeah. take alongside your caffeine at the beginning of your day, regardless. Yes, Sean and because I work nights, which is why it's deeply upsetting I'm a little drunk in my morning time. <laughs> us night breed, we recognize the power of the pocket booster. great. <laughs> drink your dang mushroom drink. Yeah, try right. it. It's a mushroom drink. It's a whiskey drink. <laughs> he drinks the magic wine to remember the good times. He drinks the magic wine to remember the bad times. Duh. Hey, look, I'll say this about, about the power of food, especially here in the West. We don't appreciate the value of food in our lives. You know, quality foods should be available to people regardless of their income levels. It shouldn't be something that only rich can afford because, quite frankly, you know, in France, they cut people's head off because they stopped providing bread. Well, that Let's means that, that means the here. good people at Magic Mind are safe because using the code <laughs> BRUCE20 at magicmind.com slash BRUCE, you can get 56% off your first subscription yeah. for the next 10, 10 days. We're not cutting anyone's head off. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they give discounts to the people. Yeah, like, go use our promo code. Tell us what you think. Like, I would love to talk to someone else about Magic Mind. I know what it does to me. Makes me feel, like, boosted and have an allergic reaction, which I kind of love. Look, I'll say this. It tastes better than a numeric hour energy or some various crimson cow. <laughs> or like the athletic browns. Oh, yeah. yeah, we don't. Athletic browns. That's why yeah, I call them. They call it that because it's shit. That's right. It's fucking yeah, it, shit. And it's not bad, right? No, I'm, I'm tasting it. And, you know, and again, most of the times I'm drinking something with that's supposed to boost energy. It tastes like a concoction. This... Isn't bad. It, it the matcha is really nice, and it I'm is. full disclosure not a big fan of matcha in general, but it's balanced enough with uh, an not an effervescence because it's not <laughs> carbonated, but there's a high note to it. So again, it's I've I've taken it in three sips and I've aerated so I can get full <laughs> flavor, and I can say it's pleasing. Yeah, magic bud, Brucey yeah. Brucey twenty. Brucey20, magicmind.com slash Brucey, enter the code Brucey20. <laughs> so, so Chase beats up the maintenance guys because he is not a friend of workers because he's a cop. Yeah. They are not workers. That's right. We we enter the wacky rainbow light room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. When, when he walks into that room, puts on the goggles that were hanging on the wall and says, oh, don't forget to wash behind the ears. Flooded with UV light, and then he puts the goggles back on the wall, and the goggles fall to the ground, and he slinks out of frame. I have not laughed that hard in a long time, because that is some truly bad movie shit. They did 27 tanks, and that was the best one. <laughs> it was absolutely fucking trash. So Chase is, like, slinking around. He's there to surprise his wife, Lily. Lily, well, Chase runs into a guy, and he's like, I'm Peacekeeper. and Bob. He's Bob. He's Bob. He has a comb over. <clears throat> He has a friendly mustache. He's a nice guy. He, well, yeah, he's like shit at keeping secrets. <laughs> he's real bad at like he's a honestly he's like a toddler. Like yeah, he does do a nice thing and give like a uh, Chase Moran like space Pepsid. <laughs> yeah. He misses the pink stuff though. 
Chase does. I, that I, was. Have you had Pepto Bismol recently? It's good. It is good, man. It, it tastes good. It I, I haven't because I've got a man stomach. I have, oh, I have a little boy stomach. The hiccup in all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a floozy stomach. It's full of cum. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, I gotta stop. This I, I, have I know to. you said you wanted me to talk more, but I'm taking some sick pleasure in knowing that most of this episode is gonna be you hiccuping. <laughs> no, it's not. It'll be fine. I, I I have control over my body, unlike a one Chase Moran. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he misses the pink stuff. Um, well, also he hands up hands over his gun because yeah, like because Bob was like, oh, you know, you gotta give me your gun. We don't allow guns here on Dome Four. Fucking bureaucracy which, does it again. Which again? Give you the cops their guns. They need them. They need them. The secure. The there were the there were secure. Too give the cops guns, right? Right. It's always a good idea to give them guns, and and lots of military stuff too. Mm -hmm. yeah. But but that's the question. They had security forces on Dome Four, right? Peacekeepers, yeah. Peacekeepers. Right? So the they security, had five of them. They had the security right. So they were taken out of control. So did they not have weapons? And here, this person is a peacekeeper. Is he not allowed to keep his weapon? Because he says they don't have weapons, but has them turn everything over. But he doesn't turn over the knife, which again That's illustrates a cab. You know, knife's not a gun. And weapons. also, cops will just steal stuff. So well, sure. <laughs> he forgot about it. That happens, you know. You know, I'm just surprised that he didn't put the gun he uses to plant on innocent people. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why he kept the knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he tells he tells Bob's like, yeah, I'm here to surprise my wife. It's her birthday. Don't tell her. Don't tell this, her. This is a big secret. And Bob's like, that's great. Here's some Pepto Bismol, or sorry, here's some Pepsi. Here, have a Prilosec. <laughs> yeah, and then like, you know, Chase leaves. In comes Lily, his wife. And and Lily's like, oh yeah, hey, have you learned? Like, uh, I saw a ship come in. Um, do you miss your wife? I, it, yeah, I forget, it's very I stupid. And he's like, oh, I just saw my wife. <laughs> and she's like, why are you laughing? He's like, oh, I don't want to spoil your surprise. He's like, I want to go back for just a second on the Pepto Bismol, the whole distress thing. What a weak ass, barefoot in the carpet thing that was you to think? go with Die Hard. I mean, that was the whole thing with Die Hard. That's why Bruce Willis had no shoes, huh. right? Because to, he went to run his feet over the carpet or work his feet in the carpet. And this is a ripoff of Die Hard. And oh, the shit. Like, I, I honestly forgot that like yeah, part Chase of Die Hard. Tummy hurts. <laughs> yeah, his tummy hurts. So he's got to go off his side. And that's and that's how that's how Bruce that Willis's character gets away from the party at the time to when all the terrorists come in. And this is how Chase Moran gets away from area when all of the terrorists and come honestly, in. And honestly, that that's what they thought the important part was of that movie. Not that like he lost his shoes and that gave him like stressed as a character. It's like, no, he had tummy problems. That was the important thing we needed here. <laughs> yeah, and which never carried anywhere else. He never... He never, he never had acid reflux later on. That caused he never just like had hiccups. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. that caused him to throw up on one of the pad guys. There was no fight scene where someone tries to punch him and he ducks and he shits his pants. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene about an asshole, but that's later. <laughs> There's a scene about balls too. Yeah. So uh, Chase Moran, like he fucks off, and like you know, in comes a ship. It's coming in fast. Coming in hot, baby. Coming in hot. So it's broadcasting an SOS, and Bob, sweet Bob, he's just like, all right, let, let him in. 
they're they have trouble. Yeah. Um, and like they they blow open the doors. We get a sick flip from the scientist who gets blown the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And fucking Quaid, fucking what's his name? James Lou. Yeah. Comes stroll like walking through fire with a shotgun <laughs> in his hand, looking fucking cool as hell. Yep, sick as all hell. Uh, and fucking Bruce Campbell stumbles up and he's like, Hi, I'm Alex Wyndham. I take this place hostage. I'm gonna smoke a cigar now. Yeah, he needs he needs some affectation. I think cigar is fine. He doesn't look like a cigar smoker. He's he's too pretty to be a cigar smoker. Yeah. But like, you know. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. follow up. I'm not gonna you gotta like, fight it. You gotta C- jump on that. Cigar aficionado will be all <laughs> over you for making statements like that. Oh, you mean those human humidors? <laughs> I'm just saying cigar aficionado will be all over you. And I'm not sponsored by them. Yeah, well, I'd say, like, anyone who smokes a cigar fucking sucks. Smoke a cigarette like a real man. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best thing we've ever recorded. Because I have the hiccups. (laughs) Because you make these (coughs) declarative statements about masculinity, and then you go... (laughs) <laughs> like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog getting a air bubble. Okay, here's what it is: alpha male cigarette, um, beta male fucking cigar, zeta male vaping. <laughs> They're on their own. They do their own thing. Whoa, vaping. <laughs> Whoa, I'm gonna. You see, here's the thing about, and I'm not defending smoking <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, but um, we won't even bring vaping into discussion. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's pretty, like, easy how, how uh, uh, you know, um, Alex takes over the the, um, the dome. He does. He <sighs> wanders in. He's he like, just, like, walks in. I'm in charge now. I have a vest. Like, immediately, all the security guards are, like, wrapped up in, in like, a, you know, chairs. And this is like, all right, this is mine now. And he sets down the rules, which is, um, A, my word is law. Um, and, and B, don't move anywhere. You, you'll explode. We've wired this place to explode. Watch out. Right? Um, cut to the dome. Cut to the president getting briefed on the situation. The, the chairman, not the president. So this is where... Sorry, he's the president. Like, yes, I know he's technically chairman of the United Nations or, or whatever. He's the president. Yeah. He's right next to a big eagle and a the Washington eagle, Monument. A painting... <laughs> Yes, the painting. Go it's on about the painting. A, it's just hanging there, not against easel. the wall. It's <laughs> there's it's a poster, a freestanding of, easel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good office. And it's, no, it's our boy. <laughs> yeah, Brian James. He's our boy. <laughs> October Brian James month. The Bruce Campbell podcast. He looks sleepy. <laughs> our he, boy is tired. So <laughs> I the first time I watched this, I was like, okay, I'm making this Brian James month. The Bruce Campbell podcast. Because if you want to know how we pick these episodes, that's how. I just say this. I say something, and then we run with it. I The second time I watched this, I made specific point to watch for one thing. Brian James, in this movie, never once stands up. It is a completely sitting performance. He's like tired. Like FDR. Yeah. <laughs> he he's a tired guy. He looks tired. He, he looks talks tired. tired. He, he has he's, he's funny tie day in the president's office. <laughs> he does have some wacky ties. And honestly, he should look tired because at this point it's ninety five. He's three years away from death. Like he was just staring into the abyss. Yeah, he knew it was coming. You know when it's your last couple of years. You gotta know. 
A man like Brian James, who's like 20 feet tall. <laughs> is he? He's big. Yeah, he's a big boy. I didn't know. Yeah, he's dead now. So he's <laughs> like, he's, he's not much anymore other than our memory and someone we appreciate. Wow. Scary looking guy, especially when you give the president a goatee. <laughs> Sean, you're just over there gro- groaning. Yeah. Right, because the whole thing with the, and again, something blaming on the direction or what was written for this character, the president never once seems to do anything. Or have any anything. feeling. He has no feeling, no ideas, no input, no nothing. Everything is just what other people say, and he's like, well, okay, I guess we'll do that. You know? <laughs> as, just, a, as a president should be. He just... <laughs> he just doesn't i mean the the most no emotion right the most notable thing about him is his ties which again why is he changing ties yeah see that's what i said what the fuck is going on with this that i mean he spilled ketchup on it he was eating (laughs) with the one guy like oh look if there was ketchup on the tie there was ketchup on the wall he he got a couple of costco hot dogs and he spilled all over it (laughs) yeah it's like i gotta get my new tie (laughs) that's why he has so many like that's actually why he has the wacky tie because all his other ties are dirty (laughs) all his presidential ties they're just messed up even in the future of assault on dome fork it's only a dollar fifty good bargain (laughs) well here's the question i have could you cut out the the entire president character and not notice yeah and like <laughs> you can just like cut it out all the scenes and just not be the wiser. Yeah, because they're because later in the movie, the president makes the decision to blow up the dome because Bruce Campbell's character is going to turn the planet into a bomb. Yeah, he's going to throw a big old bomb at so the they at the eastern continent. Yeah. yeah, so they might as well just blow up the planet and like save a bunch of lives, which is fine. During none of that is there tense music. Is the president making a tense face? Is he sweating? Well, I mean, he looks sweaty, but he's not like sweating due to tension. Like he's like hypertension. Yeah, he's like (laughs) gonna say he's sweating due to hypertension, and it's just it doesn't work. You don't need it. And this motherfucker, Brian Jones, character actor, probably he scared me a lot when I was a kid because I remember his episode of Tales from the Crypt. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I can get into it if you want. All right, go for it. Like, I'll never forget this. Like, when I watched Tales from the Crypt in 2020 while having COVID, I remember this one episode. I didn't realize it was Brian James at the time, but it's about this evil logger played by Brian James who's got a hot wife, and the young buck at his logging firm fucks his hot wife, so he blinds the guy. Mm. And to get revenge, the the other loggers like realize that the hot wife is actually, in Tales from the Crypt fashion, a bitch and a whore. Which is, there's two kinds of Tales from the, Tales from the Crypt stories. One, be careful what you wish for. And two, women are bitches. Like, that's... Yep. Yeah, that is the moral of all those stories. That's those stories. And they're funny. Don't watch them. No. But, but this one, it ends with Brian James and the woman being cut in half with chainsaws by the blind guy. And I will never forget that. No, the the hot guy being cut by Brian James. No, Brian, he cuts up Brian James and the girl. Like he gets revenge. Like the other loggers. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because the Brian James was the crew boss. Yes, and the, the hot guy was the new was... guy that was a really bad. That was yeah. a really great guy. And yes, that's right. And, the, and she wanted to make the crew boss jealous. Right, the bitch wife used. My remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget that. And then when I put that together, I was like, oh my god, and I got scared. <laughs> well, okay. 
I mean, since we're talking about characters that we kind of love from uh, not childhood, but like from teenage years, we we uh, see Chase kind of crawl through some ducks, and he, he appears in Mello's lab uh, hovel. Like yeah, his little hole, his little hole, his hidey area with the old computers on the back wall. Right, <laughs> and, and Mello stands up immediately, says, "Shit." <laughs> It's not just just like shit, piss, and blocks or something. I mean, yeah, listener, figure out what he's saying. We can't, no. but like, it's the guy that says there's a fish in my percolator. Mm-hmm. It's um, he's from Eraserhead. Yeah, he's he's these like he's a, a David Lynch actor. He looks like a David Lynch actor, and he acts like he's in a David Lynch movie, and he looks like he's in a David Lynch movie. He's in the most manicured tie dye T shirt I've ever seen. <laughs> scene like the swirling oblivion yeah and chase moran's like this place has been taken by terrace i need help and he goes i always wanted a hat like yours and so chase moran's like okay uh here's my hat can i have a map and he's like yeah <laughs> i always wanted one of those one of these yeah i like that cap you do it's yours Just give me a map. <laughs> like he's this movie's Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. He, like pokes him with a stick and he cackles. It's great. It it's wild. It makes this movie feel a little bit like a David Lynch movie for mm-hmm. just a brief moment. Because like he, he's doing things that make no sense. A fever dream, absolutely <laughs> incomprehensible, and I love it. He's the cop at the base of Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> oh, Carl yeah. Winslow. Yep, and he's also. As good a character actor in this movie as Bruce Campbell. Well, I thought I thought like the cop said was um, the chief of staff, right? The guy, the, the guy who eventually goes up to the dome, and, uh, and like I thought that Mello would be the guy in the limousine. Yeah, I love limousine right. guy. I forget it, he doesn't have a name in. in, in I'm sure Hard. he does, but we don't. Yeah. Oh right, the, yeah. the chauffeur. The right. chauffeur okay. who's kind of locked in there. He kind of helps, but he's just like yeah. there as like a relief. Mm-hmm. That's mellow. He, he mellows oh, out the movie. It was too right. tense before, <laughs> right? I can see that because, but but also it was you know he was sort of his 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 guru his his helper guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that that I can see that. Yeah. Anyways, we get the uh, <laughs> trade of hat for map, which is a good trade. <laughs> yeah, lovingly printed on the dot matrix printer. Yep. Oh god. In the fuck future, those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut to dome. Uh, we see Chase crawling through the ducks. Uh, the scientists, He's really hitting those Jeffrey tubes hard. Yeah, they're they're rounding up all the scientists and put them in the lab to make bomb juice. Because mm-hmm. um, Alex Alex needs bomb juice, right? He, he loves bomb juice. Um, cut to Chase uh, uh, jumping around, uh, and we get like the actual factory floor. We can tell like this is shot in like the Just factory, an old factory, mm-hmm. some tunnels. It's like, where they shot all the Nightmare on Elm Street industrial <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. yeah, it's where you fought. A, it's where you fight a Terminator. <laughs> it's in, in these halls, and and down in this hall we see uh, a guy. He's singing, and um, then Chase sneaks up on him with a knife and puts a knife to his throat and says, "Hey, nice singing." Yeah, take request, asshole. Slow. Who the fuck are you, man? I'm just a cop on the beat, asshole. What makes you think I'm an asshole? 
and they fucking fight, and Chase just fucking murks him. He didn't like being called an asshole. <laughs> Which same? Who does? I I don't get terribly insulted when I get called an asshole. I think it's funny usually. You're an asshole. It's all right. <laughs> Sean, you want to hit him with the asshole? Ooh, again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I I I don't want that. And I, I just it was another I mean, with a little bit of the dialogue in there, but again, it's it was it everybody that Chase fights is a paper tiger. You know, they just go down. Adorable, yeah. So it, it's just, it's... Wait, you again, want Chase co- to get, like, hurt? Choreography and everything. Like, it happened you know, in Die Hard. Yeah. He gets his ass beat a lot in Die right. Hard. You yeah. know, and the... the and, but, and again, choreography... They have a decent good, fight. But the, way that it, but the way that it all gets put together, it's just... It's, again, it's the flip that knocks the guy out. You know? It's just... It, it's, it's so many of the things. Doesn't he stab... Stab our man. He does stab the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and it, and I, it felt like it was a little bit, I don't know, call it maybe a little racially insensitive that it's the black guy that's singing along and who are you calling an asshole with the, the little bit of the spunk and the personality that it's the one the time he refers to himself as a cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. other time he's a peacekeeper. Yeah. So it's 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 like it's just a little bit. There, yeah, it doesn't were, age well. There were some undertones there of the way this guy was singing that I was like, that sounds a little too spiritual for Dome Four. Well, you know what other thing doesn't age well is that we we cut back to Alex. He's visiting Lily in Lily's bedroom, who has for some reason put on a <laughs> sexy negligee. Yeah, like oh hostage situation. Better like put on a sexy negligee and go to sleep. I she was wearing like a like power business skirt suit earlier, like business scientist whatever. Yeah. And now she's wearing fucking a silk fucking nighty. Yeah. Look, she was wearing that underneath because you know on the outside, she's all business, but underneath, she's all pleasure. Yeah. We're all pleasure underneath. That's why we're human. So immediately, like, Alex busts in. He's just like, oh, hey, Lily, I have my eye on you. <laughs> yeah. I he, promise I won't hit on you. Yeah, he walks in there, and he's like, hey, I'm not going to rape you. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, you know, raises a lot of questions that were answered by my previous statement. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do you think I'm going to rape you? I said I wasn't going to. He's yeah. a he's a he's a bad guy, and bad guys always want a sexy sexy babe, and and like he, and a Loganberry smelling sexy babe. Oh that's right. I mean, that's when he says the line. Oh, we're dancing. My father died dancing at the end of a rope. Oh, we're playing hard to get. I promise you, Lily. Once you've had me, you'll never want a decent man ever again. Let me go. Oh, we're dancing. Yes. You know, my father died dancing. At the end of a rope. Mm. Oh, Lily, your neck tastes like Loganberry. <laughs> Which is a, a, an odd time to bring that up, I think. Yeah. Oh, damn, girl. I'm so hot for you. It reminds me of when my dad died. And berries. But <laughs> <laughs> you also taste like berries. Which would have been a great backstory for Alex to have been sort of a oh i don't know a um uh here's uh, how you interject a little bit of character you cut to a scene of a child watching uh his father like be hanged right or whiplash from iron man 2 
Say, for example, where his the father movie was I think a of genius. A lot, right? His yeah, father you mean the was... one Marvel movie that has Elon Musk in it. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, he's yeah. in it. Yeah. Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2, Elon Musk is like, <coughs> to Hello, Justin Mr. Hammer. Stark. I've invented a new type of AI or something. I don't, yeah. Mr. Musk. How are you? Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you very much. Thank you. Those Merlin engines are fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea for an electric jet. You do. Yeah. Then we'll make it work. Yeah, he's also, he also licks yeah, Elon Justin Musk Hammer's in Iron ass. Man too. Yeah, yeah. and else is in Iron Man 2's children. <laughs> Concerning. Much so to that's consi- Iron Man 3. Much to consider. <laughs> But it was—it's just this whole like if they built more on the fact that he was this tortured, you know, his his brilliant father was a life of crime or did something and was taken from him by the justice system too too early, and so Alex dedicated his life. But again, backstory, plot, etc. But like that, it costs money to film an extra scene, John. Yeah, doesn't cost anything to act it. No, they got paid. God is ass. You think Bruce Campbell didn't get paid for this movie? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm sure he got paid. Yeah, he probably yeah, made, if like, he didn't get paid, he wouldn't have done the movie. It's like twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, he gets, it's like a nice weekend, you know. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a scene before he went in there where they killed? Where there was a, we see a corpse laying on the ground with a plastic bag on its head. Yeah, yeah there was. That's what was that over. a Dark Man reference? No, that was just like we need to show a guy being dead. Yeah, in the and we had no makeup. Yeah. But they didn't. We never saw how someone had a plastic bag. Got put a plastic bag on their head. We don't need to know every little detail. We can infer. This isn't fucking Marvel. He was ventilated. Or, DC or fucking Star Wars. Listen, you want a reference? Here's a reference. Uh, Chase uh, finds a bag of bombs. He's like, "Oh, cool, uh, explosives." Uh, um, um, and then he calls up Alex on the intercom, and he's like, "You want your explosives back, Alex? Welcome to my party, motherfucker." Like that's a that's yeah. die hard thing. I have yeah. a machine gun now. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, motherfucker. Which, by the way, for a sci-fi movie, dropping like a, a hard mf'er. Yeah, I did not think they could do that. They probably bleeped it, right? Well, the, or they decided to extra cut, where it's like you know. No, yeah. I mean it was release the Gilbert Poe cut of Assault. On <laughs> they did. It's the one we saw. <laughs> it might, you know, given the times, it might have shown after you know ten o'clock at night. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the party, motherfucker. And then he throws the bombs out, and we see a cool explosion. (laughs) Welcome to the party, Mr. Falcon. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But the point is, they're playing a game of cat and cat. They're aware of each other, Mm -hmm. right? There's there's a little asshole that's causing problems. He calls Um, him like a little bastard, too, right? Little bastard, formerly known as Little Bastard. Also calls him a mouse at one point. (laughs) Um. Anyways, uh, we, we cut back to the uh, Inquisition for a little bit. It's like, oh, so you, you broke all these rules. You threw out a bomb. <laughs> it was just so confusion. I'm a military expert. Yeah. Uh, I'm a tactical genius. My name is Chase Moran. <laughs> right. Cut back. You to- weren't going to help me. <laughs> cut back to Dome. Uh, um, Alex is uh, directing the scientists, helping them out because he's smart. And we should say, anytime Nate says cut to Dome, they actually show the dome. <laughs> yeah, we see the dome for like five seconds again. <laughs> they, they're really proud of that model. Um, anyways, Alex at this point calls the president, right? He <laughs> yeah. lays out his terms, and his terms are this. And I, I kind of want to talk about this a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. He wants to be the president. Uh, he wants the president to uh, um, hand over the rights to a populated planet uh, that's that's populated with a bunch of cavemen. Stellan 9. Stellan 9, so he can become their god. Right, so he essentially wants to rule over a planet of idiots. 
That, Trump? What is he? Yeah, I was going to say freaking <laughs> Donald Trump. See, that's more, that's interesting. I like that. That is more interesting. Because, than, like, that tells me more about his character is that he just wants to be a big fish in a small pond, which I'm like, yeah, okay. I can relate. How's he going to make a whole lot of money ruling over a planet of idiots? That's just what he's telling oh, the, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Trump. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what he tells the goons to get them to do what he wants. See, like he should have elaborated. He should have been like, "We could be the gods of this planet. We could, you know, like, you know, have them wave palm fronds at us and feed us grapes." You know, <laughs> doesn't that sound great? Um, yeah, sure, it'll be like shitty grapes, and they're all this bunch of like knuckleheads. <laughs> but like, still, we'll be gods. Right. You can get troglodyte ass everywhere. And I think that's kind of interesting. I think that's an interesting concept that hasn't been really explored. All that much in yeah. movies I've seen. Do you like sexual partners whose pubes go from their belly button to their lower back? Boy, Stella Nine, have we got a planet for you? <laughs> Listen, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I was gonna assume the like censored palm fronds and Which grapes. Which is fine. <laughs> Be however you want with your body, but god damn, let's make some Velcro or what? Do you just make it fun of like their body hair now? That's what... I'm saying I got a lot of body hair. Listen, body hair doesn't make you stupid. They could be like smooth as eggs. <laughs> smooth as eggs. <laughs> that brings a that, that's the a really disconcerting image. <laughs> the simple egg children of Stella and I. They just like come out entirely smooth. <laughs> it's a smooth planet. They're dumb and smooth, and we love them. Smooth brains. And smooth I want skin. to be their god. I mean, yeah, like you're assuming that they're hairy because I said caveman. Let's yeah, say you did affect my enjoyment of the Stellan Nine people. <laughs> See, like I personally picture a, a planet of idiots being very smooth and gooey. <laughs> no. Sorry, not gooey, dewy. I was going to say they all look like fucking cone heads. Just <laughs> Sean, describe your perfect idiot, <laughs> please. <laughs> you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> they make that sound? That magic mind is kicking in. <laughs> I feel clarity. You got nothing? That's the adaptogens. The uh, my perfect idiot? Yeah, like a planet of them. Yeah, I, Round. Oh, um, Like balls? They roll. Um, chaka. <laughs> chaka? Um, um, so get, help me out here. Uh, um, Land of the Lost. Land of the Lost. Yep, the natives of Land of the Lost, not the Sleesacks, but <laughs> you. You also Chaka. okay, Sean. Help me and everyone else listening. What do the Land of the Lost people look like? They uh, well, the 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 humanoid natives were um, basically they looked like cavemen. Yeah, like little troglodyte kind of things. Big foreheads, covered in hair. Yeah, jutting teeth. Yeah, um, sort sort of like. Sort of like if Andre the Giant were not giant and British. Andre the Small. <laughs> yeah. Andre, Andre the Regular. Right. So, but it was, yeah. Um, that's what I picture. But now I'm intrigued by this smooth and dewy, but smooth and dewy just reminds me so much of children or Moon Dragon. No, see, I was thinking of like uh, 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 Neo fresh from the Matrix. <laughs> but like, what if he was like dumb? <laughs> <laughs> popped up, duh. <laughs> Slide. Duh, duh. <laughs> wub. It's just like a wub. <laughs> I just get sucked down a hole. <laughs> Your name is Gim Gam. Your first word is Windham. <laughs> 
but like there, there, there's something like about that where like you can shape and form the society in whichever way you want. You please, you can create art. So you're saying you identify with Alex Wyndham in a, this? A little bit, yeah. Like I can see the urge, you know. But yeah, Alex you Wynd- do play a lot of those, like, like you play Act Razor, yeah, like Civilization. Game. Yeah, I, I like Civilization. Or I was gonna say uh, Black and White. Yeah, that a, one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Alex Wyndham's canvas, though, is destruction and bombs. So what kind of art is he going to create? Oh, he's, he's going to get bored like that time when Dr. Doom took over the world, who would later go on to be played by... Joseph Culp. That's right. And once he took over the world, then he was bored because so there Dr. was no So Dr. Doom war. has robots? Yeah. Do- Doombots, he... not robots. Call them what they Doom are. Bots. They are Doombots, Nate. Come on. I mean, are they machines, though? Or they're just like his like slaves. They're machines. <laughs> yeah, they're machines. Okay, everyone say their favorite Doctor Doom fact. Nate, you go first. Okay, uh, Doctor Doom rules in a country called the Doomvania. Sean, Nate's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next because Sean's is going to be real. My favorite Doctor Doom fact is that he cried about nine eleven. He did. He did cry about nine eleven. I remember that. I saw that. <laughs> My favorite Doctor Doom fact is that he named Reed Richards' daughter. <laughs> uh, Susan. Valeria. Valeria? Yes. Hmm. It's a dumb like name. Like the Pixies song? Should have gone with like a Caitlin or a Jaitlin. <laughs> 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 it's Caitlin. It's McCarty. <laughs> Let's make that meme of Doctor Doom holding up white women children yeah. names. <laughs> <laughs> Lakeland. <laughs> Lakeland. Dr. Doom, uh, cool villain name. And good actor, Joseph Gold. Yeah, he's Wait. my he's my Dr. Doom. <laughs> not, he's not like the, um, who played the Fantastic Four, like the new one? Who was Dr. Doom in that? Toby Kebbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not I mean, Toby Kebbell. He's from Rock and Rolla, Dead Man's Shoes, he's a British actor. He's in the episode of Black Mirror where like they can remember, like they can record everything their partner does and review it with their eyes. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Doom before that was Julian McMahon from Nip Tuck. And I'm just gonna throw it out right here. Um you can see you can see Chase Moran making a better villain because he has dark hair. <laughs> if you have dark hair, you you're geared up to be a villain. That's a fair statement for the most part, unless it's a slightly effeminate and very cunning European male. <laughs> Are we talking? <laughs> like a like? I listen. I don't want to co-opt gay culture, but that that's a weasel. <laughs> yeah, or, you, uh, you can you can have or, the, you no, can an have... Ot- not an otter, but like a smaller otter. <laughs> What's a, what's a gay animal? You're talking about a skink. <laughs> I'm saying that with the bleach blonde, uh, pale skin. Uh, oh, you know, um, one of the characters from Die Hard, the brother of the first one that got killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That little effeminate little German mm-hmm. guy. Yep. We love him. So, okay, here's here's what we know, though, is that Chase Moran isn't trusted by the president to get the job done. No. Right? And same by the chief of staff. The chief of staff is just like, he doesn't, he loves Chase Moran. Yes. He gets a call from Chase Moran saying like, hey, I'm here on the dome. Mm-hmm. And and like, you know, the chief of staff is worried. And so he does. Because he knows Chase Moran from right. previous adventures of Chase Moran. Right. The president wants to, like, he has two options, like either send a, a small squad up there or blow up the dang dome. Mm-hmm. He, 
chief of staff says no. Send but what if there's a third way? What if there's a third way? What if I personally? Yeah. What if me? What if Michael Flynn, Mad Dog Maddox, takes a jet up there and Ike Eisenhower goes up there to finish the job? Boss, if you send a team blasting in there and all does not go well, we could lose all of them. You know, from what Chase tells me, Wyndham's only got about 10 men, but he does have a ton of firepower. I say if we go in at all, we go in quietly. Well, how do you propose we do that? Let me go alone. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Chairman, Wyndham is a pro. If you send an entire squad up there, he'll blast them out of the sky before they even get within docking distance. I know a way that I can slip in there. Dan, I know Chase is a friend of yours, and you taught him everything he knows. But you haven't been on a special ops in over ten years. I can't risk sending you in there. Mr. Chairman, with all due respect, it is not your risk. It's my risk, and I will take full responsibility. Besides, once a commando, always a commando. Ouch. The internal logic of this movie could only be written by someone who's a moron. But I, I love it. I also love it. I, I love that when that happened. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is the chief of staff I going think, up to the dome? I think we looked at each other and we're like, did he just say he wants to go up there alone? <laughs> he just said, once a commando, always a commando. <laughs> <laughs> He's going up there. Which is John Matrix would agree. I, I think it's a great policy. I think that, you know, if America wants to send out special forces or like commit any wars, the first people to go should be the people making the decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No right? argument there. No, yeah. No argument Paul there. Paul Giamatti says, and shoot them up. Leaders that lead from the rear, take it in the rear. That's right. This chief of command, uh, he has a name. I forget his name. It's Bob something. It was Don. Don. It? Some stone. Bob Bob Don. Bo Don Block. Don Block. Yeah. Don Block. Don Bluth. Yeah. No, they, that's the other guy. No. They, they said, they, he goes up there. He's a real commander in and chief. And he kicks fucking ass, too. He opens up that door with a with what I thought was just a normal gun. No, laser rifle. It's a laser, <laughs> it's a laser rifle. I mean, here's the thing. If we are sending in our commanders and chiefs and generals in first, I'm okay with giving them the best stuff. <laughs> they can have the good shit. Yeah. See, let's, that, let's put Joe Biden on the mother of all bombs and drop him on yeah, Russia. But he gets the his ultimate weapon, which is the dog. Uh commander. Commander. Yeah. yeah. Send him over the commander. The dog that bites everything. <laughs> you know, Commander was my nickname in high school. Was not. Was it Click Commander? Well, they had said it differently. It was the <coughs> the the cum man der. No. No, they didn't. Anybody? Do that. No, they crickets. Didn't. Yeah. A anybody? <coughs> Where's your hiccup now? <laughs> You'll Nate? never get your hiccups back. They're gone. You've lost your power. Yeah, they're gone. I burped You're up. the Samson, and I'm the Delilah. No, other way. <laughs> 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 Sean, we, what, what was your reaction to this? <laughs> you haven't yeah, weighed in on the, the commander. The commander going in there to kick ass. Okay, four-star general. Okay, <laughs> yeah, first off. Yeah, Michael Flynn. Yeah. All yeah. the medals you could possibly Pulse, imagine. Right? <laughs> well, all the all the stars you can imagine. Yeah. Um, all the stars are here. It just was... It was dumb, yeah. um, for starters, because you're never going to send... 
the top person up because that top person is no longer yet once a commander commando always a commando fuck that shit there are younger people that are more there are people that are doing this on a daily basis so that's just bad logic but we need to get him up there somehow well he gets up there he's got a laser rifle this is something that i wrote down that had an issue with was the tech disparities in this supposed environment he gets the good stuff We've got spaceships. Granted, they look like spaceships from Plan 9 from Outer Space, Mm -hmm. but we've got these spaceships. We've got all of this great stuff, and we're still just using shotguns and knives. They're effective. And and, and leg irons, but what looks like a heavy-duty rat trap. Oh, yeah, the arm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? And the just everything about the laser was dumb. I, I can fix this, Sean. Like... The the high tech shit is expensive. You it don't want to look like, expensive. Well, the laser rifle did. You see, like it shot out a real laser that hurt someone. Like that. Yeah. We, so so what's worse, Sean? The fact that the general shows up with a laser gun, or would you rather have blood flowing through your balls for the next <laughs> hour? <laughs> you can't, please, Tyler, you gotta set it up. So he whips oh. this like young guy's ass, mm-hmm. like it just absolutely, absolutely wrecks him. He's and this bleeding young from the guy mouth. is yeah. giving it the performance of a lifetime. Oh yeah, he's taking the, he's selling those hits real hard. I, I love him. And he's like, the general's like, "Where's Wyndham?" And he's like, "Fuck you, fuck you!" I want to you. like this guy goes for it. Yeah, shoots him in the hand. He's like, Arr! and then it's like, "All right, this next one's gonna be real." And he starts aiming the rifle at his balls, and he says. Uh, you know, you gotta ask yourself a question, which is dir- dirty, hairy reference. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> why? why? Did a bad just to, to to sell the tough guy, tough guy thing. He's a you, tough older guy. You gotta ask yourself one question, punk. <laughs> Do you want a river of blood flowing through your balls? <laughs> How many lasers did I load in this rifle? Huh? That's right. Doesn't dig bullets. <laughs> <laughs> no, this line, the whole. Now you gotta ask yourself a question. Are you so loyal to Alex you're willing to sit here for an hour with a river of blood flowing out of your balls? It's um a perfect line. Delivered perfectly. Delivered perfectly. <laughs> like it, it it feels like the person who wrote the script is a child. It was written by like a junior high kid <laughs> and like punched up by a per- like by the English teacher. And you know. He delivered that line in the best way anyone could deliver the line. Mm-hmm. The way he says balls. <laughs> balls. We're from like he was like talking down to testicles. <laughs> like he was crouched down. He's like, listen, balls. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't I'm appreciate give it to you straight. Yeah, he didn't appreciate his balls. <laughs> well, and it was the whole, you know, where's your loyalty lie? Yeah, you have the tiny balls of a young man. Yeah. <laughs> not, have, the, not the long hangers like I got. <laughs> yeah. You have the cinched balls of a man who's not seen the galaxy. Mine hang loose. Those are four-star general balls. <laughs> Once a commando ball hanger, always a commando ball hanger. You know, Sean, the older I get, the more I kind of understand why like older guys in locker rooms let their balls just go, let them hang. Sorry, have you been wearing a bulls, balls ear in locker rooms before this? Have you been no, I supporting just, your balls? No, it's just like they get lower. <laughs> I They hang or more. So are you like, do you let it all hang or do you like hold your dick in your hand to cover that and just let your balls hang? 
Or like, what's the logistics? Are you let it all oh, I, go? I don't, I don't change in uh, the bathroom. <laughs> you just notice it. Like you go into in the there. stall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go in the stall. Yeah. Anyway. You're sitting in the Planet Fitness bathroom, <laughs> like the guy with napkins watching people change. No, or you can like open up the locker and kind of change into the door. So like they'll see your butt, you know, but it's fine. And if you're old, they'll see your balls because they hang down. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, I haven't reached the point where they're like in between my... You know, my thighs. What? Like, You're older than me, and my balls go further? Yeah. Yours oh. have been hitting water since you were 12. I got I, long balls. I really think it's more of a... Yeah, no, I'm going to... So, by the way, we're talking about testicles. Uh, trigger bleed from them. <laughs> yeah, and whether, or not, they warning, hit, testicles whether or not they hit water. <laughs> yeah. Um, They've hit water before, and it was... Fume shot right back up. But like, like the two fucking bombs that Luke Skywalker shot into the Death Star, they went right <laughs> back up. <laughs> my balls have hit water since my twenties. So Here, here's a real question though, Tyler, or, or just uh, I know Sean's yeah, let's, answer. Let's throw I know Sean's answer to this question. Would you sell me out for like your testicle being shot by a laser? It's like, oh, I I would never sell it, Nate. Okay, what if I la- aimed a laser at your balls? I'm not oh, using them. I I. Probably sell you out, given given the age of that uh, I was being asked that, and you know, looking at what the outcome is, because you know, got to give him a chance. <laughs> give Nate a chance. <laughs> give Nate a chance. So you're saying that you would spare yourself, right? Because like you know that I'd be screwed either way, because this guy's a badass. Look, you know, how am I gonna do anything if he shoots me in the balls? I all I can do is sit there and bleed from them for an hour. A river. Of blood flowing through your balls. Yeah, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. Shoot you the balls. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. He's gonna shoot you between the balls. Let off some steam, Bennett. He's like he's a modern day Bennett. God, I'm um, just picturing Jordan Peterson. He said he would shoot his balls off and there would be a river of blood. And the women just laughed. He's just crying. But like this guy does give up Alex Wyndham and he's like, shit. I can't believe it. Immediately sells him out. (laughs) It was his one weakness. I need to reproduce. Yeah, he's over there. Yeah. Not me. Fire these babies off. I'm saving Nate. Yeah, he's like, good answer. Walks away. The guy reaches for his gun, and then he turns around, blasts him with the laser rifle. And the general says, I had to let you reach for it. See, that's the whole thing. He had to sell him out for the greater good of shooting him again. He was going to shoot him in the balls and let him live. But if he let him live with bleeding balls, that river would flow him right to Alex, and he could tell Alex I'm just, that there's a commando on board. I'm just saying I value my life more than my balls. Yeah, oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, like, my balls mean nothing. Don't in the grand shoot scheme. me between the eyes. Shoot me between the balls. <laughs> yeah, because they gonna, might miss the balls. Yeah, if just shoot gonna, sack. But if you're not going to get, if you got the option to not get shot, which he had, if he hadn't reached for the gun, if he no, had taken no, the no, no, no. I, all full disclosure, anyone holds a gun at me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll tell you whatever you want. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. You want my wallet? Here's Look, my wallet. Yeah, you want, take yeah. it all, man. Yeah. Right. My wife. I'm actually on your side. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. 
Shoot my balls, you fucking coward. <laughs> Do it. Shoot my balls. Let me shoot my balls one last time. <laughs> There'll be a river of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there will. And it will flow across the world, drowning you in my ball blood. Okay. Well, anyways, um, the, the the commando then continues on his journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he gets in a fight with um, uh, Quaid. Quaid, yeah. Yeah. The, like, the, like the coolest fight. Like. This guy, this stunt coordinator, this actor, yeah, starts the fight with a stand like he leaps and does a jump kick, and it's like, God damn, it's like sick moves. Like honestly, like pro quality. Well, like he is a stunt coordinator. He knows how to do this job well. Yeah, and he this fucking this scene fucking rocks. It whips the kick where he's standing there, and he and the generals behind him, commando with generals behind him, Mister Balls and Quaid. Kicks him in the head from the front. Yes, he kicks back <laughs> yeah, behind him. It does, it does an, an up kick, and it's like, okay, all right. Against these guys who are not trained to do stunts, right? He's working with like untrained actors, right? And he's like doing all these like flips and kicks, and then like the general does like a weak punch, and he like yep. sells it really well. Like this guy rules. I love him. I love yeah. Quaid, uh, king of the show, Quaid. Quaid. Um, but like he doesn't make it, he gets shot by the laser rifle. <laughs> yeah, just immediately blasts the guy. Yep, ripped to Quaid. Uh, rest in peace. Deserved better. Yeah, holding a shotgun in heaven now, next yeah. to Nancy Reagan, getting sucked off. So he's like, "Who no sucking off?" What? That was her big skill. Yeah, she was getting, getting sucked, sucked off. off by Nancy oh, getting Quaid. sucked off Nancy by Nancy Reagan. Reagan. Okay, Nancy Quaid. That's probably what she is now. Yeah. Now, now I've got the image. Now I've got the full image. Yep. Clack clack. Um. <laughs> Sorry, my brain stopped for a second there. <laughs> well, I was trying to figure out what you said. Clack, clack. Uh, so, Commando, what's his Schwarzenegger? Chief, Mr. Chief. Oh. He walks in. Mr. Chief walks in because um, he's here to finish the job. He gets mm-hmm. the job done. He he shoots at um, Alex Wyndham. Shoots him in the arm. Shoots him in the arm, right? But Alex Wyndham gets the upper hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like he's a better shot. Like, was there any conceit why he lost? No, not really. Because the, the plot needed him to lose. Yeah, I guess so. Like, there wasn't, like, some clever scheme Alex Wyndham had. It was just like, ha <laughs> shot you. <laughs> yeah, he, sh- he held the gun to his head. Oh, well, yeah, I guess he doesn't shoot him, right? Yeah, because there's the big fight scene. Sorry, yeah. And yep, yep. dumbass Block uh, is sitting there, and he immediately he's all has to get up all battle weary and shit, and and phone, Quaid weakened him and phone yes. home, and he comes in, and Alex holds the gun because Alex has had a chance to recover from he's that sneaky. devastating arm shot that ruined that shirt. That's right. That cost a lot. <laughs> Was it a good shirt? It cost a lot. It wasn't. I mean, he stole it. I mean, yeah. But like, uh, it cost his pride. He doesn't like getting shot, right? And so. <laughs> Um, cut, cut to dome, right? <laughs> another shot of the dome. Get another shot of the dome. Um, oh, bug flew on me. Ah, ah, bug. Bug flying on you is kind of like the hiccups of your skin. It really is. Um, <laughs> okay. So, um, sorry, we'll wind back. Um, Alex then calls the president and says, ah, not naughty president. You saw <laughs> you sent your chief of staff at me. You shouldn't have done that. And he's like, shows off that he has a cooler, bigger bomb, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Look at my cool, big bomb. Um, don't, don't do it again. Otherwise I'll blow up a continent. Yeah. I'll blow up the Eastern continent or whatever. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah what, which one's the Eastern continent? Asia. Manchuria. <laughs> <laughs> 
What about Wu Manchuria? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't agree to that, actually. <laughs> Mad rapport. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, he threatens to throw up one of those, those places. And um, he also says that he has a mouse in his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the perfect bait to lure out mouse, um, its friend. Um, so he's like, he, he calls up, yeah, <laughs> it's a friend cheese, <laughs> the human cheese. Um, he, he calls, he calls the intercom. He's like, hello, um, uh, Mr. Mouse, Mr. Chase. I have your good friend here, Mr. Chief. Yes. And I'm going to blow him up with my gun. If you don't, uh, uh, call me on the emergency phone lines and, and, uh, you know, the chief is like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I yeah, don't fucking do it. He'll kill me anyways. Don't do it. It's a command. Anyway, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to count to five, and then if by that point you don't A, identify your location, and B, surrender, I will shoot Dan. Okay? Here we go. One. Don't do it, Chase! Two. You're going to kill me anyway. Oh, oh. Uh, Incidentally, Chase, there are these emergency alert boxes pretty much everywhere. Just activate one, we'll come pick you up, and nobody has to get hurt. Let's see, where was I? Yeah. Oh, yes. Three. You have your orders, Chase. That would be four. Burn him, Chase! Burn the mother... <laughs> oh, yuck. And, um, you know, like, we get, like, a tense scene, a, a tearjerker, really, when, um, you know, Chase cannot save his friend. Countdown. He count. Bruce counts down. Counts Alex, down. Excuse me. Does count down. Counts down, and so and we sh- build the tension. Him. Yep. And we get to see Chase with his hand on the button. Yep. To alert the call center where he's at. He he wants to. Do <laughs> he it. won't do it. He won't do it. But because his friend, General Mad Dog Maddox, told yep. him not to do it. Yep. Cut to the uh, um, interrogation room, where uh, the the panel is like, "Hey, uh, why didn't you save him? You yeah. coward." <laughs> You could have saved his life. Why didn't you do it? And Chase gives the best answers. He said, I'm only following orders. <laughs> he told me not to do it. And they bring up a good point. Like, what? That's the one you follow? <laughs> that's the one thing you think that's fine to, like, not break? I'm like, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, fine. Okay. Okay. All right. And he's just like, he was a friend, and it was made the most military sense. It, it, it you know. Sure. It's what I needed to do. He would have killed us all anyways. Sure, sure. I'm not a coward. <laughs> but you're you missing one of Bruce's best lines. Mm. Oh, yuck. Yes. He does yeah. say, oh, right, when he shoots the guy, he does like, get a little spatter on him. Like, oh, ew, yuck. Yeah, Bruce is a dandy little baby throughout this entire movie, and I love him for yeah. it. Yeah. He's beautiful. He's, he's a fancy beautiful. lad. He quotes Shakespeare. Look, he's got no problem with blowing up continents. Yeah. Or anything. But getting, you know... People juice on him. Bomb juice, good. Mm-mm. People juice, bad. Mm-mm. Yeah, Gross. you know, I, I'm with him on that. Oh, I like people juice on me. No, man, I had a patient get some shit juice on my arm the other night. Yeah, I had to scrub that motherfucker. <laughs> no, yuck. I think we're talking about different juices. Yeah, the little moisture that comes with a turd. Yeah. Well, um, 
Speaking of moisture, Alex slides his way back to Lily, <laughs> being a creeper. Good one. <laughs> he he slithers over to to Lily. He's like, "Oh, it's Shakespeare," and she's like, "Um, actually, that's like Kant or whatever." Yeah, it's, e- uh, Eats. Yeah, Keats. 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 And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> well, maybe Shakespeare should have said it." Did you think of that? Yeah, you bonehead. Yeah, right. Um. This is where he he hears from a goon. A goon finds a random person. He's like jackpot. It <laughs> <laughs> brings the purse back to to Alex Wyndham, and it hands it over. And like, oh, he, Alex then finds out that um, the mouse in his house, uh, Chase Chase Moran, mm-hmm. uh, is actually married to Lily. I love that the plot of this movie revolves around a goon finding the protagonist's purse. Yep. <laughs> he finds a picture of the guy and his wife in the purse. Yeah. That is we we cool. we uh encounter another like little fight scene. Well, um going back to the purse, it took me 3 watchings to figure out that it wasn't a bowling ball bag <laughs> because it's just this it's a big purse. Big big non-scripters and she's a busy and, lady. She has again, a lot of shit to looking, carry. Looking at the things that as he dumps it out, you know, cuz I don't know. Call me pedantic, but quibbling over little things. They just pick up shit that they found around here. Shove this in there. We need bulk. We need bulk to have this in there. And yeah, we're skull. and the photograph. You know, mm-hmm. just shit. It just it was just it was just a really again maybe just she has really garbage weird, in her purse. Maybe she's like a weirdo. <laughs> she's a hoarder who takes her garbage like, with her to work. You know what? Maybe that's where she keeps her extra lingerie. Maybe that's yeah. what mm-hmm. that big white linen that fell out was. Yeah, like she she doesn't have any other clothes because it's just full of newspapers in her closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, anyways, like you know, Alex figures out like, aha! I shall use Lily for leverage, right? I, I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we we see a, a like a fun little fight scene between like the bandage goon, the one like that has the wrapping, mm-hmm. um, and some the mask goon. No, not the mask. Yeah, goon. the mask yeah, goon. The N95, mask N95 goon. Yeah, yeah, the N95 goon. Um. This is where we get like one of the goons decides to try to leg strangle him by like hanging on the <laughs> Jumping rafters. Jumping up on the rafters, <laughs> which I'm like, you know what move I've always wanted to do in real life, even if I know that it will just like wreck me, like wreck my body. A drop kick. Yeah, you know it's like man, that would that look fucking sick for a minute. That would look fucking. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like it's a bad idea. You don't do a drop kick in a fight. Like, if there's one point in my life where I get to roundhouse kick. Anybody? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna feel so good about it. It's not good, like for winning a fight, but you know. Wait a minute. I think did we go over the part where Alex gives the pep talk to the scientists who are sleepy? <laughs> what? Oh, the, the like the then I, the, we, then the coffee service came about. Yeah, and lust, coffee and lust, and the tender touch of Alex on Lily. I mean, like, yeah, we. Got it. It's fine. <laughs> I, don't oh, know. I, I feel like these were these just fit so well with the incongruity of the movie, of the things that we couldn't do. We couldn't show this backstory of Alex's father <laughs> dancing on a rope. All right, but, yeah, but they can't we give can, everybody co- coffee. You know what, right? Sean, you, you, we can show you're coffee right, service. Yeah. Sean, you're fucking right. Like, you, well, let's interrupt this chariot of thought <laughs> and go talk about coffee. <laughs> okay. It's the magic mind. It got him. <laughs> the magic mind. Because, right. like, you're right. The movie didn't need to have this. It really right? didn't. Because no. uh, we find out the scientists are slow because they're sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and a goon, a goon brings coffee. Because <laughs> That's a solution. So they have magic mind. So they they bring the coffee. And it's not like a normal like coffee 
pot with like coffee cups. It's like a space coffee mug. Right. Yes. It's like a clear. Like it's a decanter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bring in a decanter full of coffee. I love aerated coffee, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Nice and cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And then we get to head bandage. Got my got my notes in here are specifically the Tecmo fight between <laughs> Chase. And face mask goon and lumpy bandage goon. Yeah, and he he d- jumps up on the rafter yep. uh, on the pipes. Yep. Yeah, and that does was a leg strangle. Bit awesome. Do you think you could kill someone with your legs like that? My legs? Yeah, <laughs> they're strong. I hope that's the way I die. By my legs, I can arrange that. <laughs> I think that we've seen it so often in film that we're supposed to believe it, but. I don't think we've seen it. Like, because, like, the one. Uh, Xenia on a top, Goldeneye. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, the one time I think of is, like, the, the like, you know, it's Bond. <laughs> like, doing, like, three flips and then jumping on someone's head. Worst ways to go, I'll tell you that much. Die Mario style. Jump on your head, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nate, I do believe that if you jumped on anyone's head, they would die. I do agree. Do you think that's how Mario kills people? Like, he gets, like, on a Goomba. <laughs> Spinal compression, head trauma. No, wraps yeah. his legs around a Goomba and crushes that mushroom. And speaking of Goombas, yes. a Goomba has come to proposition the president. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> this fucking scene <laughs> didn't need to happen at all. Not at all. I fuck, But I fucking love the actor they found for this. So yeah, we, cu- we the cut to most the most Italian man. We cut to <laughs> the president meeting with, like, I'm sorry, Italians, the but- greasiest motherfucker <laughs> around. <laughs> His hair is wet. <laughs> He's, he but is, not in the slick back pomade kind of way. Like no, curly the, wet. He was making ragu gravy all day kind of wet. And he shows up and he has the most like New York accent. Yeah. He's like, because like he, he sounds like a, a owner of several nightclubs. Yes. He's like, we have to blow up the dome. The, the, the dome. Listen, the president. dome's got to go. You got to make the tough choices, president. Do you really want to be the president who didn't blow up the dome? With great respect and honor, your majesty. I think <laughs> that you need to blow up this fucking dome. <laughs> it's so bad. I love this guy. I, did, I mean, I loved it, too, because the two actors, Brian, Brian James of October. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, uh-huh. Oh. Like, neither of them have any charisma <laughs> no. or energy. He's like. Your Honor, you need to blow up the dome. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Brian James goes, I need to blow up the dome. Yeah. <laughs> it, Three hours is a ridiculous deadline. The whole situation is ridiculous. Even if we comply, what's to stop him from launching that bomb or holding it over our head the next time he needs something? And you're suggesting what course of action? We blow the dome. It, pa- it had as much passion as Alex's speech in the beginning of the tribunal where the, the general claps for him and says how passionate it was, which if he hadn't said that, I wouldn't have known it was passionate. It's like two elderly play- people playing checkers, you know? It's just yeah. like, oh, you, you know, this is going to be a good move. I'm feel- I read in the newspaper that you got to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. King me. Wow, ageist. <laughs> it's not ageist. Two elderly people. Yeah. Mm. No, the, the mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying that like people yeah. in their like 40s or 50s they talk like that. That's old people hear you. <laughs> we hear what yeah, you're just saying. Yeah, but not well. You got hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, that's true, listeners. <laughs> Go play checkers. <laughs> so yes, the most Italian man convinces the president to blow up the dome. <laughs> yep. Um, c- come back to uh, now that Alex has found out his leverage, right? 
he calls Chase on the intercom. He's like, um, you know, Chase, I have your wife, your beautiful wife. Yeah, cut, come over here. I'll cut her open and eat her heart with a spoon. <laughs> Which I'm like, it's sold well. It's a yeah. dumb line that's sold well. I, I appreciate that's it. That's Bruce. That's yep. our Bruce. He, he does it again. Um, even worse news for our hero, right? Because we cut to a scene where the, the bald goon... Um, you know, like yeah, the scientist, the Warhol goon, the scientist yeah. goon. He has a rat in like a hexagon and put gases it. And yeah, he's like, the, this movie it, does have rat gassing. Yep, <laughs> they gas a rat, and he's like, the bomb's ready. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's not how you build a bomb. You don't gas a rat and say like, we've done it. <laughs> Rick, kind of feel like maybe gassing would have gone down a different route that they don't want to talk about when they're killing entire, you know, continents? No, and the real way to build a bomb is actually... (laughs) (laughs) It's a very dangerous, very unstable bomb. I can't wait for that all to be bleached. (laughs) And also, you should, like me, definitely be buying as much fertilizer as possible. (laughs) Voting doesn't work, but bombs do. I feel like it's it's difficult to make a bomb out of fertilizer. You should put some wires and some dirt and... Yeah, so I could blow up like an old A's garden. <laughs> That's what Secret Garden was. Mm. I don't know. I just Operation figured. Market Garden. <laughs> I'm a war guy now. Jeez. I just save all my empties and fill them with uh, <clears throat> diesel. There we go. Diesel and styrofoam. Huh? Yep. See, that one you don't have to bleep. I think that's common knowledge, actually. <laughs> but the other one, you're bleeping yeah, it. Yeah, you got to bleep that one. Can't, can't have that one again. I like that all of our podcasts eventually devolve into you explaining <laughs> how to make a bomb. I, I, you know what? Maybe I'm lying. <laughs> this, give us five stars on iTunes. This podcast is the bomb. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. So, like, you know, it's, it's bad time for Chase. Uh, Chase needs to call the president. He yeah. ends up fixing the phone line because they cut the phone lines yeah. to the president. Uh, we forgot but to Chase, mention that. Chase spends a lot of this movie wiring boxes on walls. Yeah, like they give they give Joseph Culp the actor a lot of business to do with his hands that involves patching wires on to other wires. It's very stupid. Yeah, well, it's because we're supposed to believe that you know the the crises and he's got to fix the communicators and we have well, cut out a lot of like Chase Moran doing shit, which we don't need to talk about. Well, yeah. like he like goes through like fifty tunnels. Right, he wires up fifty boxes. Yes, um, he gets five guards shot when they don't need to get shot. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. There's a whole scene where like, yeah, there's like he a- saves some guards, runs away, and then they get executed. <laughs> yeah, immediately yeah. shot. They would have been fine if they stayed prisoners, but he's like, no, guys, go f- seek freedom, and then they stop freedom at the end of a barrel, um, which is the ultimate freedom that Sean's dad got. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Can't free- cut it if I make jokes to it. <laughs> Freedom isn't free. It's just another word for nothing left to lose. Lots to clean up. <laughs> well, like, and he calls the fucking president on this phone. But he gets an AI answering machine first. He gets, like, this, like, friendly robot. Like, it's fucking, like, it's Hitchhiker's Guide-style robot. Yep. Who the hell is this? I need to speak to the chairman immediately. My name is Al, sir. I am an executive computer capable oh, of transferring. I don't care what you can do, Al. Just get me the fucking chairman. I apologize. The chairman is unavailable. If you would like to leave a message, I can assist you. No. Al. There's no time, all right? Listen, Alex. Wyndham is about to check out of this place, and he's got it wired with explosives. Do you know what that means? It means he's going to blow this dome. 
He's going to blow it, Al. He's going to take off with his fucking bomb in his own little space shuttle. Now, we got to get these people out of here before he does that. I will now transfer you to an executive assistant. Please hold. No, don't you put me on hold! You son of a bitch! Hello? 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 It's wild that they thought now's the time to introduce new character funny <laughs> robot. <laughs> it was fact, this Rocky it was, Five? <laughs> just a a panel with some lights on it next to a, a ficus. Yeah. yeah. I I'm, mean, the plant had more personality. Why now? This is the height of tension. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's the joke, right? Is like, oh, I need the president right now, but a freaking robot's in the way. Bureaucracy always getting in the way of Chase Moran Peacekeeper. You know, if they'd had a trombone, they could have pulled that scene off, but they didn't. You, they they didn't have they didn't play sad trombone. Wah, wah. <laughs> Do you think that he got a note that like says needs more comedy? So he's like, Oh, okay, a funny robot. No, I think the director and the writer are like, We need more sci-fi elements. We need people like we keep showing the dome. Let's add a little more sci-fi. That's why they have the one laser gun. Yep. What if there was a funny like space robot? Mm-hmm. Oh, once again, mankind foiled by technology. I love Sultan Dome Four. He does kind of give like a no, freaking on hold again. Um. Anyways, very funny. Uh, yeah, we're laughing. It's so funny. It was a funny joke. Oh, this is like so off-putting because at the very next scene, we get the president just fucking staring, <laughs> yeah, into and staring. Because, like, he's just, like... Okay. With a new tie. Yes, he does have a new tie. <laughs> he has a new tie, and he's just, like, he ate lunch, and now he's feeling real sleepy. <laughs> he's just staring. There's a shot in this movie where the president's <laughs> staring at the TV, pivots to the middle, sits for a second, and then pivots to the other side, and it's like, what are we doing well, here? Well, okay, I can translate bad, bad B movie. He's supposed to be... Like weighing the decision of when he should like bomb the dome. He doesn't want to bomb the dome. It's right. stressful, and he's just sitting there. He's thinking about <laughs> that's it. That's only bomb things when they're very stressed. <laughs> that's right, and like that's what that scene's supposed to be. But what it really is is like tired Brian James <laughs> moving between table and TV, just looking very sleepy. Ugh. And then like after the robot joke, cut back to Chase Moran. Um, going to his one friend in the universe, mellow, mellow. We get another good shit. We get one more mellow scene. We get one more good shit. Shit. And um, I guess he needs more map. Yeah, he didn't get the whole map the first time or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he needs another map to like sneak into the uh, central command or whatever. He needs to get someplace with bypassing central command. Oh, yeah. Go past where Alex is. He needs a secret route. In yeah, a Mello's different like, tunnel. A dustier tunnel. Yeah, Mello's like, oh, I got the shit tunnel. You want the shit tunnel? Yeah. And then he climbs through a, a shit tunnel, and it's a stinky fart tunnel, I think. or uh, We don't know. There's dust. There's no visual representation of why it's a bad tunnel. Except when he crawls out, someone off screen pours <laughs> dust <laughs> on him. Throws dust on his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, like, just dumps a bunch of <laughs> dust on his head. Probably asbestos Which or something. pretty good. <laughs> Um, and he has this line, which I was just like, damn, okay. Come on, Chase. It's better than busting whores on 8th Avenue. I'm like, all right, shit, Chase. Yeah. yeah. I don't know you were like on that beat. <laughs> it's better He's like than- the bad lieutenant. 
that there's nothing better than busting whores. Because he's a cop, so you know that he's not busting them. He's just using his position of authority to get blowies. That's what I'm saying. He's the bad lieutenant back at home. That's who they put on that beat. I'm just picturing Joseph Culp standing there going, uh, uh, with his arms spread and his dick out like Harvey Keitel and Brad <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, anyways, the Shoot president... him again. I can see his soul dancing. <laughs> the president decides to arm the bomb. Um, the bad guy decides to arm his bomb because mm-hmm. he, like, people are dying left and right. Yeah, people are just getting murked. Yeah, he's losing control of the situation. This movie kind of falls apart real fast. Wait a minute, but this was one of the things where I recognized that the Foley artists love ricochet sounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they're shooting in enclosed space, it would ricochet. Every <laughs> shot at a ricochet. I mean, because, like, honestly, my theory is that this is, like, a, a made from, like, a bunch of new grads from UCLA, so they're like we gotta have stuff for our real man. Yeah, they gotta add everything they can. Well, because the camera movements are really elaborate, and they move and they're dynamic. And yeah, like the cinematography the, is quite good. The lighting is constructed, even if like the the lights are bad. Yep. Right. And like this, the the foley artist needed some good shit. Every punch is like two stakes hitting each other. Well, we even talked about the crack that that happened when uh like I forget what bone broke. Um, oh yeah. But like there was a good crunch earlier. Oh right, in the um, um, when the bleeding goop- out your ass, um, when bleeding out your ass man got his yeah, leg there's yeah. yeah, like when one of the goons like breaks the security guard's arm, there's a good like crunch. Um, like there's some good foley. It's yeah. even though you make fun of it, like they 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 probably they went on the ricochets. They probably went on to do great things about um, <laughs> like Bruce. That's right. Anyways, um, both the goons just get shot. That's <laughs> <laughs> blasted. Bald goon dead. Um, other goon, I forget the name of all the dead. goons. All the goons are dead. It's, ju- it's just Alex, right? Alex and Chase. Alex and Chase and, and Lily and Lily and Alex is walking through the halls like, "Hello, uh, goon number one, uh, you're dead. Goon number two, you're dead. Uh, it's just me then, I guess. I guess I have to do everything my. He doesn't say the line. He should have. Of I guess I have to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. It was just right there. But you feel it. I feel it. Um. Anyways, uh, we get the final grapple between Chase and Alex. Yeah, like, Chase, uh, like, it's gritty. It's like a dirty fight. It is like a it. dirty fight. Yeah. I, I genuinely like it. There's one point where the two men are, like, grappling back and forth, and the camera's on, like, above them looking down, and you see them fighting. It's like both the actors really just, like, grappling and fighting each other. Well, and, they know how to fight. Like, yeah. Bruce knows how to do a fight thing. Um, you know, Joseph does a good job with this fight. Yeah. Uh, like, there's a scene where he punches the wound, the laser wound. Mm-hmm. Like, we got a nice little close up on that. Bruce tries to gouge, gouge his, the eyes. Yeah. Gouge mm-hmm. the eyes with the thumbs. And he knows how to do it safely, too. I was looking. Like, he goes on, like, the rims of, like, the, the, the orbital socket. And, like, yo, that's pretty safe. You can put a lot of pressure there. Mm-hmm. And just, like, you know, he's moving around the eye, not near the eye. Yeah. Because he's, he's a They're good professional. He's a professional. He knows what to do. He knows what to do. Um, and you know, it ends in this weird, the weirdest fucking standoff that I still cannot wrap my hand around. Yeah. Because we caught a new detail when we watched it today because well, I want po- Sean's understanding of the scene first before we taint his, his mind with new information. So the standoff well, Sean's ha- seen this two more times than we have. Well, maybe he knows Sean, like there's this standoff, right? right. Describe the standoff. There's. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> button detonator thing that there were two of them earlier yeah yeah, two of the button things to put off the bomb Mm -hmm. um one for the bomb one for the dome it's very 
It's confusing. It's just like, so he has a gun. He could just shoot them. Yeah. Shoot There's them. no. I mean, the, the whole well, I guess the well, he has the gun, but if he shoots, then in the moment of death, Alex could push the button and blow everything up, thereby not only killing Alex. It's that old. It, it's it's a standoff of sorts, but he has to Al- do like the madman thing. Like I don't care, I'll blow up my fucking wife. Right, but the, the, but the the whole the, the Alex gets nothing out of what Alex could have done was okay. I'll give you the button. You give me the gun. Or drop the magazine out of the gun, empty the bullet. There was no. It was just. It was like. It was just a. It was a bad standoff with a bad result because the, he's the going off his he, he just takes the detonator. Yeah. The trade is give me detonator. Yeah, give me <laughs> yes. the detonator. I'll leave you alone. I'll let you go. It's like Jesus, you're dumb. Yeah, Jesus, he's dumb. That was. Well, like even like Alex says, like you know, you heroes, which is yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just call him a hero. You think he <laughs> sucks. <laughs> you good guys are so predictable. That's right. And then and then he like starts lifting his gun to shoot him, and then the the pocket knife, the the flip knife, switch knife, switch blade, yeah, switch blade that we forgot about pops up, and he throws it right into the laser wound again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really hammering that wound because they needed a place for the special effects crew to hold the hilt in place with the bandage that was already there. Yeah. Wow. So he throws it right back into right. the slot. Inconceivable. <laughs> Alex is out of bullets. He's like, oh, well, I got the detonator. See you all in hell. Gets on his spaceship. Yep. Flies away. And he's like, all right, I'm blowing you all up. So he hits the button on the detonator. But wouldn't you know it, old Chase Moran has put the bomb on Bruce's ship. And Bruce Campbell says, Chase, you kill me. <laughs> and then he explodes. Farewell, my friends. <laughs> oh, Chase, oh, you kill me. <laughs> So it's like we think, oh, Chase tricked Bruce Campbell, gave him the detonator to kill himself. Like, yeah. Oh, he's a, a, he's a smart what guy. What a smart hero. Then the next scene happens where it's Lily and Chase, and Chase is like, oh, I guess I gave him the wrong detonator. Oops. He didn't mean to kill him. His plan was to like stab him and then let him blow up, up, up the entire dome. It would like they would have all just died. That sounded more like a, just a oopsie kind of I did that on per that was that sounded more like a quip I don't know I, I, I don't know I think it, it sounded like a dumb me may make mistake kind of a thing it, we'll let the see, listener decide I'll cut it in here yeah tell us what you think yeah. shit I'm getting the wrong one <laughs> honestly though Chase Moran is an idiot yeah he's the dumbest guy in the room we, we get the final scene in the courtroom where he's like, and that's my story, and I'm just going to leave now. Yeah, because he's like, you think I did wrong, but I know secretly you're all thanking me, so you're welcome. Right. <laughs> no, like, he doesn't say that. He doesn't even say secretly you're thanking me. Like, he's like, he says, I know what you are all thinking, and you're welcome. And then he <laughs> leaves. Like it or not, you need me, sir. So unless there are any more questions... I'm going to pick up my badge and go back out there and do my job. And by the way, I know what you're all thinking. And you're welcome. 
Um, so I'm the fucking greatest. I'm going to leave now. I'm going to go do my job. <laughs> I'm going to go do my job. And by the way, you're welcome. I mean, it's like what happens with real cops. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they do. By the way, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I enjoyed shooting that unarmed minor in the back. And I did the right thing. Goodbye. So that's Assault on Dome 4. Yeah, you all Mm. seem very tired describing Dome 4. I mean, the plot is nothing. The movie's a lot of fun, but there's nothing here. Like, why should you watch this movie? I don't know. I really... Like, you know, like there, there are better B movies to watch if you want like a bad B movie. Yeah, like I, if you fast forward just to watch all the Bruce Campbell scenes, pretty good time. Well, and I'll say I'm glad this movie exists, right? Like I, I will reaffirm its existence. If I had this movie, I wouldn't destroy it. In, yeah, in, 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 we in, should put it in the Library of Congress. <laughs> no, but like it wouldn't be in the Hall of Honor. It would just be like in in the library. <laughs> It'd be in the shelves. You put it in like someone's desk. <laughs> yeah, like huh. You know, I don't regret watching it the two times I watched, three yeah. times I watched it. Um, yeah, I watched it three times. Sean, how many times did you watch it? Um, over four. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it twice. How many times uh, sober? All of them. Wow. Oh. You, I mean, I was drinking during them, but never <laughs> enough. I was drinking during one viewing, and it wasn't enough. Okay, so you were just like maintenance drinking. That doesn't count. No, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, even. Yeah. He was keeping the seizures and the handshakes away. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's post-COVID. We don't shake hands anymore. Well, yeah, I meant tremors, you cocksucker. <laughs> but, like, it, it's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie. Uh, it's it's a good time. It's fun, yeah. You know, there's some, there, there are some, like, funny moments. Watch it to see a, a guy explode because Bruce Campbell spat on him. <laughs> yeah, and like, that's in the first 10 minutes. First 10 <laughs> minutes. See some great line delivery. Yes. So um, So let's talk about the Bruce of it all. Yeah. Let's learn about the Bruce of it all. Did he lend himself well to this movie? Yeah, I think he did. He carried it. He, he carried this it the movie. He carried it the best he can. It would be unwatchable otherwise. He had the most <laughs> the most believable character in a movie that had no believable characters. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I mean, his, his yep. was they didn't. There was no exploration of any motivation for his character, but he delivered the lines that he was given in a very Bruce way. Yeah, and if it didn't, if there was no Bruce to this movie, then it would just be cardboard chase going through with pivoting chairman and um, he, he techno knew, fights. He knew the assignment. Like yeah. the, the assignment was he I knew what he yeah. was doing yeah. by by far for right. sure. He, yeah, it's I need to chew the walls real hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to do them. I need to do that. Yeah, he definitely he 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 made creepy creepy. He made egomaniacal egomaniacal. He made all of them fun as best as he could with the scant resources that he had with his lines mm-hmm. and the other actors too. Like there there are a lot of non actors in this movie. A lot of, like, producers, a lot of, like, stagehands, uh, you know, and so Bruce carries it. He he carried Quaid, as much as I love Quaid. Yeah, Quaid was not Like, you know, actor. but, like, when he had to work with Quaid, he would he would help him out with his hands, right? Yeah. You know, like, he, he knew how to kind of work through the B movie of it all. Yes. And I fucking love that. What's the line of the show? What's the line of this movie? Shit! <laughs> 
as much as we were making fun of all the other characters, it's not a Bruce line. I think it, I you think, think it's, it's mellow. I think it's mellow yelling shit because <laughs> I got happy every time we did it. <sighs> but that's mine. I, I, Sean, what is, what is your line on the show? It's really the guest's honor. Ooh. Yeah. I think that it just it starts and finishes with what about spitting? <laughs> is spitting permitted here? No. Yeah, yeah you know, because yeah. Bruce, Alex spits in the face of his captor and Chase spits in the face of the military justice system. Dang, we've never had a guest have like thematic resonance to their choice. Yeah, and, and Tyler, you said that there was no like you know subtext to this movie. None, none. Well, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we all agree there's none. Right, there's no subtext. I'm just tying things together there's... just to, because you know it started with the spit, with the spitting one. That was that was the start of Bruce Bruceing. Yep, it really was. Like honestly, that's when I knew I was going to enjoy this movie was because when he just like. Spits a missile. My God. <laughs> Chase Moran. How could you? Chase Moran. Sean, tell the people where they can find you if you want them to find you. Um, I exist in the Twitter Xverse, but I don't even know what my handle is. <laughs> I pay little, to, paid little to no attention. I'll tag you in this. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm I'm I exist in that universe less than what's um, your email? Stella nine. Do you want to get emailed? <laughs> Why would I want to be emailed? Don't email my guests. <laughs> I am still on the FB, but you know. Well, okay. What like uh, if I were to get hurt? I'm on the FJB. Ooh. What what county should I get hurt in? None. To see you in the ER. Uh, oh, to see me in the you don't want to see me in the ER. He could see uh, whoever gets hurt could see both of us. Ooh. <laughs> Look, basically, you know, don't get hurt. Don't go to the ER. Unless you're really, really hurt. Yeah. I did think of a good way to end this. Yeah, what's that? You ready? Yeah. Sean, tell us why you ran afoul of the military police. Is spitting permitted here? No.